Hey, this week is the first week of May, and it being a new month, we need a new theme. Anthology April is long since over, and it is now May There Be Blood. This month's theme is uh, blood and gore, so we're going to be featuring some especially gory and bloody movies. Uh, And we are kicking it off this week with 1970's The Wizard of Gore from director Herschel Gordon-Lewis, who is considered the godfather of gore. Um, He's got some pretty great movies. We did Blood Freak a while ago. Uh, That was a fun movie. And yeah, he's got a a billion other movies. Um, But yes, very gory, very fun. Uh, We've got a quirky um, and kind of irritating magician. We got... Some really bad acting uh, and lots of gore. So, yeah, we kind of like this movie. Um, had a great time talking about it, and we hope you enjoy that conversation. Also discussed this episode, Melissa talks about, and I talk about because I recently watched the entire series, but she's uh, doing something different. She's watching the entire series of Masters of Horror uh, from 2005. The two seasons, a show from, from uh, Mick Garris featuring all these uh, great horror directors such as uh, Stuart Gordon and Wes Craven and uh, um, you know a whole bunch of other <laughs> I don't remember exactly who all, I know Wes Craven did one I know Stuart Gordon did one I know Larry Cohen did one um, John Carpenter did one so yeah a whole bunch of horror greats hence the name Masters of Horror um, but if you've ever seen that series it's a lot of fun and she's going to be doing two episodes per podcast episode for i guess until it's done that's gonna be a long man she's gonna be talking about that for a long ass time uh maybe she should do like three i don't know we'll see what happens anyway so she's doing that and uh i watch two movies i talk about Witchfinder general from 1968 starring vincent price and i talk about communion uh from 1989 starring christopher walken and oh boy well <laughs> if you've never seen that movie um but anyway i think that's all i have to say uh welcome to may there be blood this is forsaken cinema episode 91 melissa has just called me fuckface yep called me fuckface right to my fuckface and then i asked you about your holes you asked me if i was stretching my holes mm. every Sh- hole's a goal <laughs> stretching all my holes yep ear holes specifically sure if that's what you uh want to go with yes they're sensitive oh so is the butthole <laughs> okay it's the eye to the wait hello everyone and welcome <laughs> to our show classic forsaken wow. cinema intro i knew that was gonna happen eventually I am your host, Chuck. And I am your horror co-host, Mel. Indeed you are. And this is the weekly horror movie podcast in which Melissa and I discuss our favorite and not so favorite horror movies determined by a monthly theme. And what theme is it this month, Yeah, what is the theme of May? What is it? I don't know. May there be blood. Ooh, May. (laughs) Why are you saying it that way? Because it's going to be May. It is May. It's going to be May. Yes. That's annoying. Uh, I know. It's yeah. One meme that could die. It's that one. Yeah, it'll be everywhere. Like, yeah. what's today? Oh, it's today's May 1st, the first. So it was like already. It's done now. Oh. Thank God, you missed it. I didn't. I didn't even see one single. Oh, I did. Thing really? Oh yes. 
All right. Anyway, yes, this is May There Be Blood. Uh, this month is going to be all gore, all blood, all the time. There is some blood, yes. And uh, there we may are be some. Kicking it off with a very gory '70s movie mm. called The Wizard of Gore. Are you sure there's gore in there? It's, yeah, there's, some, there's at least like four gores. Four gores. <laughs> seven years. Four ago. gores and seven <laughs> years ago. I'm kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, are you trying to say there wasn't enough? No, we'll get to it. I think All there's right. plenty. Anyway, yes, we're doing Herschel Gordon Lewis's The Wizard of Gore. The Godfather of Gore, that Herschel Gordon Lewis. The Great Godfather of Gore. Whatever. Because isn't... Oh, he's... Wait, so... He's the Godfather of Gore. He's the Godfather Romero of Gore. Romero is like the... No, not Romero. Whatever. Lucio Fulci. It's like Grandpa. Lucio Fulci is the, the grandfather of yes. Gore. So they're saying that he's the Godfather yes, of Gore? Yes, yes. Okay. And that... And that Lucio Fulci is our grandpa. Our grandpa. A gory grandpa. Our gory grandpa. We miss you, gory grandpa. Oh, baby, come back. <laughs> anyway, yes. Lots of gore, lots of blood this month. Uh, I think we're doing the remake of the Evil Dead movie. Well, not remake. Eventually. Oh, we get to talk about that. Uh, the Eventually. E- Evil I think it's Dead. at the end of the month. Evil Dead, yes. I believe it's in the end of the month. And I what can't remember what's next. My uh, list is in the other room. Yeah, I don't remember either. Actually. Oh, I'm- we're doing the Beyond. Yes, That's a gore and movie. I think what's that? Itchy, itchy, itchy the killer, itchy the killer, itchy. He's itchy. He's, okay, calm down. <laughs> and very, there's another movie. Very gory movie. Is the Beyond next week? I don't know. There's another movie somewhere Pretty sure in the there. Beyond is next week. I don't, we'll see. Yeah, you guys will know when the episodes come out. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So, was there any intro stuff? Any of that, anything else we I need to announce? We uh, We're no. coming up on a hundredth episode. I know, isn't that awesome? We need to do something. Yeah, you guys, tell us what to do. One hundred. And episodes. when we drop those links later, you'll know where to go and to tell us what to do. But you should already know. You should already. You know. should know. You tell us what to do. <laughs> Knows what to do. Because um, unfortunately, the friendship orgy is out. So if you were signed up for that, <laughs> if you were si- I'm so you signed sorry. Signed up for the French orgy. Uh, the Charles friendship. has I said, said. I said French orgy. We <laughs> <laughs> we. Oui, oui. I feel like oh, oh, oh. lots of wee wees. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bring your French baguettes. <laughs> Marry the baguettes. I like, right. I like the baguettes. <laughs> okay, moving so anyway. on. This is goofy. You're goofy. Thanks. So, what'd you watch? Okay. Not much, but I'll tell you about it. So, first off, I did watch, I you know, everyone knows my comfort movie, House, House, and Corpses. So, yes. last night I was like, oh, I don't know what to watch. I just want to be comfortable. So, I watched that. Uh, that's funny because I kind of did the same thing. Yeah, I, I saw I your watched, post. I watched Reanimator. Obviously, great choice. Yes. So, I was just like, I'm just going to watch this because I just want to sit here and quote <laughs> this movie. And, I, you know, I realized the movie's not long enough. Okay. I'm just going to put it out there. Anyways, moving on. So, what I am doing, which I probably should have... St- did start last month because it last month was the anthologies. So I'm actually uh, starting to watch the Master of Horrors. Oh, cool. So, you know, it's 2005. Have you ever seen them? Uh, some of them. Not okay. all of them. So right. 2005 to 2007. Uh-huh. Sorry, guys. I have allergies. So if you hear me go, I, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> That's just her snorting lines. Yes. She's trying to cover it up. I say it's allergies. There's at least like 12 lines on the Woo! table right now. No, it's going to be. So if you didn't. Oh, my God. This fucking dog. Um, <laughs> If you haven't seen the Masters of Horrors anthology series, I'm going to go through the episodes, which can be watched as standalone movies because they're they're not linked up with each other and they are yeah. just like yeah. our, bef- a little bit more, a little bit less, some change. So they're considered movies, So, but also episodes. I don't know how to go over that. So they're I will episodes. be going through them. They're not and movies. They're, no, they're standalones though. Yeah, but they're episodes of a, of a show. 
Anyway, shut up. <laughs> Anchor Bay has amassed some of the greatest horror Got film writers <laughs> and directors to bring you the anthology series, Masters of Horror. For the first time, the foremost names in the horror film genre have joined forces for the series consisting of 13 one-hour films each season. There's only two seasons, and um, I am going to give you a couple episodes, and I'm going to break them all down probably every episode here. So if you wanted to listen to me talk to you about new movies, you're going to have to hold on to your britches. Because <laughs> this is, oh, so this is all you're watching? Yes. Oh, okay, for cool. The, for, I mean, I'm going to watch other things if uh, there's some new stuff pops up that is interesting. Uh-huh. I'll throw it in there. But for this episode, I only have like two episodes here. Hey, you're going to go through the Masters of Horror I episodes. I am. Okay, and you guys like are going to enjoy it. And uh, if you don't enjoy it, you're going to eat my butt. I'll enjoy it. Oh. I like that show. So you don't want to eat my butt? No. Not, Friendship not orgy in, confirmed not, per- not happening. Not in particular. Wait, you'll <laughs> only do the French orgy? Fr- Why do I say French orgy? <laughs> you'll only do the friendship orgy if I eat your butt. Yeah. That's basically what you're saying. I'll, uh, that's the only thing I'm going that's for, it, to have butt eating. No. Not my butt. I don't do that. Well, come on. It's okay to go ask no. the mouth. I don't do that for anyone, no including one. my wife. Well, what? I, uh, I, uh, I may have done it uh, once or twice. Oh. But I did not really enjoy it. Well, because I learned in Clerks too, you know, <laughs> in the heat of the moment, it's okay to go ask them out. It's never okay to go ask them out. No, she changes her mind by the end. Anyway, moving, Anyways, moving moving on. on. Please quickly move on. <laughs> okay. Thanks for making it weird. So you guys are going to love this because you have no choice. <laughs> Season one, episode one. And like I said, these are, uh, they can be watched standalone. You don't have to watch them in order. You don't no, have no, no, to. No. So if it's you just like hear one other. that you like, you can definitely go for it. It's like Tales of the Crypt, Tales of yeah. the Dark Side. It's like all but even those. then, this one does. These don't have like a host, a host. or anything, so it no. is just they're just getting a bunch of cool directors to do some cool things. Also, Mick Garris is the one who put this together. Mick Smart. Garris, director of Critters Two, mm-hmm. The Stand. Look at you. Uh, so I got. All right. <laughs> so, season one, episode one: incident on and off a mountain road. So, when Ellen's car breaks down on a deserted mountain road in the middle of nowhere, she encounters a monster-like man who is intent on killing her. Ellen will not go down without a fight, and the game of cat and mouse soon shifts as Ellen fights back. All right. So, this is the first episode. Uh, it's directed by Don Coscarelli. 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 I don't, I, that's Italian, right? He directed uh, Phantasm, which my brain wants Phantasm? to say. Phantasm. 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 That's what I said. No, you're saying phantasm. No, phantasm. 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 No. <laughs> How do you say it? Phantasm. Phantasm. <laughs> How am I saying it? You're saying phantasm. You're putting the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. I don't care. That's how I'm going to say it. Fant- Honestly, phantasm. my brain wants me to say phantasm like Fantas- it's fucking Fantasia, but. <laughs> phantasm. Phantasm. <laughs> what am I saying? You're saying phantasm. All right. Well, that's what it is. Fantasm. That's what you're getting. Phantasm. Phantasm. <laughs> it's still wrong somehow. I don't care Dude, it's how we're getting it right, He directed the one through four And Bubba Hotep So um, Oh he directed Bubba Hotep Duh Man I have, I have some unpopular opinions About Bubba Hotep You've talked about it on the show Yeah And it's based off a short story Written by Joe R. Lansdale Who is a very big horror writer um, so How big if, is he? He's big So like, if you read horror He's like eight feet tall <laughs> More like nine Wow Anyway That is a big so if you have you're like big on horror literature or the horror lit ret, you would read it, not ret. You would know him. And I did read the short story recently, so I was able to compare and it's pretty spot on. There's a couple changes, but nothing real severe. Okay. And um it also has Ang- Angus Scrim. Scrim. Angus Scrim yeah. My brain is like well, you know, the tall man from uh yes. F- Phantasm. Phantasm. That's what I said. Phantasm. I'm not saying it any different Fan- than yes, you. Yes, you just said phantasm. 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 
Phantasm. There, you said it right. <laughs> Phantasm. Anyway, so he has a great like oh little God. role here where he plays like some crazy like fun old man. A little. Is he in a truck? No. No. What am I thinking of? You're thinking of something else. She says a monster of a man. That's not him. That's not him. Isn't like I know it's not him, but isn't it like, isn't it some dude like haunting her? Sort of. Isn't he like a military guy? No. You're thinking of her. That's the flashbacks with her ex-boyfriend. I'm getting yeah, there. That's what I'm talking about. No, you're wrong. With um, what's his name? Um, Les, not Leslie. Uh, the dude from um Tower Records and uh um, uh Vacation. Yeah, but I don't. I know you're talking about. I don't know his name, but I didn't point it. On Ethan. Here. Ethan. Because he's not that important in the story. Okay, continue. I'm gonna find. Anyways, his name. so he is important in the story. No, he's lame. <laughs> so outside of this feeling very 2000s which it was the soundtrack is fucking awful i'm gonna be honest i really enjoyed the concept of this uh you have this hulking monster like man uh who's referred to as Moonface, who, who's played by john desantis who does a lot of horror work including the juggernaut and 13 ghosts okay uh, which is adorable you know Moonface, what a cute little name <laughs> uh, and the current tension is hack and slash with some flashbacks thrown in and then these flashbacks are important because they do teach you why ellen is so resilient and strong-willed and it does have to do with like she, yeah her ex it's is ethan, ethan embry yes and he is like her military crazy ex-boyfriend He's or boyfriend. horribly abusive and what? like forces her to do like we'll get there training and shit yes but that helps her did it she wouldn't survive this if it yeah she, she wouldn't have but doesn't she have him in like the trunk Oh my god! Oh right! I'm Stop spoiling <laughs> the fucking episode. Sorry, I'm like remembering it. Like, you yes, you do remember it. Wow. I watched these like a year and a half ago. I watched. I've all only of watched them. a couple. I haven't watched yet, so I'm going over them all. I watched a bunch of them when they were on too. Well, that's cool. You can put your words in, but don't be spoiling. I'm not giving everything away. God I'm just damn. saying, I'm more of a fan of horror than you are. That's really I'm saying they're not going to find your body. <laughs> You're going to hide me in You're the trunk. You're going to be the one in the trunk. Yes. <laughs> all right. I'll stop Listen it. here. Go ahead. So, uh, obviously, this isn't an original concept, you know, a survival story with the deranged killer, uh, but that doesn't matter because the sheer tension keeps you interested and on the edge of your seat. Yes, it's really good. Yes, yeah, it is. I do the, feel like the, the killer design isn't as scary or hold up as much because watching this, I keep thinking that Moonface just looks like a super boss vamp, like from, he's not a vampire, by the way, that uh, would be on a season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> uh, so, does that make this bad? Absolutely not. Buffy has his charms and so does this. Uh, there's also a great scene with a bunch of crucified corpses and mummified bodies like look at they look like scarecrows but then you realize their bodies and that's great uh trigger warning this episode has some domestic violence like you pointed out uh and rape during one of the flashbacks that i really like it does show you like why she's doing what she's doing and the twist towards the end mm -hmm. which is the boyfriend's in the trunk dead yeah dead damn she killed him he deserved it, honestly. Um, Obviously. So there's a you know, trigger warning there, but there is some really good bloody good for you girl ending with this one, and I really, really enjoyed it. But I will say Moonface's concept, which is pretty spot on from the uh, short story, is kind of goofy looking to me. He's got like that dumb inbred yeah. type thing, which is fine. But then, like I said, he also feels like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer villain. Yeah. It doesn't matter. This one's really fun. And if you're into just this mindless, like, I don't know. Like, I don't think it was mindless. Well, you don't have to think too much about it. It's not like a crazy no, you, concept. You don't, but it was. I still thought it was like cleverly written, like oh, that I think whole it's twist great. and like the whole backstory with yes. her. And I thought it was really good. The only, <clears throat> excuse me, the only problem with this episode literally is the straight up two thousands like angsty teen girl soundtrack. Yeah, I do not well, like. You're that. gonna find that in every episode. Actually, the next episode is way better. 
What's the next episode? Uh, the next episode is season one, episode two, Dreams in the Witch Dreams House. Dreams in the Witch House. This is my yes. favorite one. Of course. It's Stuart Gordon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so a graduate student questions his sanity after he rents a room in an old boarding house, which was the residence of a 17th century witch. And he figures out that the evil forces still roam within the walls. So directed by the wonderful, amazing Stuart Gordon, obviously reanimator. Based oh, on dude, the- I put on, I got yeah. like sad last night. Um, after reanimator, I was waiting for a man to get home. Mm-hmm. And she didn't get home until like super late. So well, I, she's a hard working woman. She, she is. works hard for her money. It's so yes. So hard for her mm-hmm. money. Go on, she, please. She sure does. So you're watching it. Oh wait, what's that? But mean? I finished reanimating. Why say it like that? What? She sure does. Hmm. Uh, like she sure does. She puts an extra work. Yeah, I pimp her out. Oh, how much? Well, h- how much you have? Twelve dollars. Yeah, that's fine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I watched it and I finished it and Amanda still wasn't home and I was like going through the special features and it was like interview with uh, mm-hmm. um, Stuart Gordon and Brian Yesna mm-hmm. and I turned it on I watched like the whole thing and I was just like, oh, I'm sad. Oh, okay. Thanks At least for Brian that. Yesna is still around. Yes. Yesna he is. Yes. <laughs> okay. Continue. <laughs> so yes, this is directed by the wonderful Stuart Gordon, obviously reanimator, based on the short story by H.P. Lovecraft. So obviously old Gordo is the go-to director. Yeah, man. Uh, starring Ezra Godin. Is it Godin? Godin? He was Paul and Dagon. So he's familiar with Stuart mm-hmm. Gordon. Uh, and of course, this is Stuart Gordon in his finest. True classic horror. So the main character learns that there are these like planes in his room that allow a witch to enter our universe where they try to steal the souls of children. Dream job. Am I yeah. right? Children's soul stealing witch. Sign me up. <laughs> Uh, I get it. Dream job. Dream. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even mean that. But also, oh wow. Yes, dream job. Dream job. Nice pun. Dream job. <clears throat> so, anyways, this is great. The setting and atmosphere is so fucking creepy. Acting is wonderful, and the and like personally, I find the score miles ahead of the first episode. Okay, it's I don't that, remember the score. It's just a classic, you know, like creepy. Like there's no. It's not a soundtrack of like annoying like okay. teen girl music. It's a score. <laughs> Was it more like Richard Band type stuff? From like reanimator. Yes, Wait, absolutely. It's I don't know if that's who it was, but yes, it's very much like that. It's way better than. Okay, so let me just say, yeah, the first episode, angsty teen girls two thousand mix CD. This so much better, and the effects are much better than a lot of the early two thousand uh, movies that you see. The CGI isn't too bad, and if you like blood and nudity <laughs> and wonderful nudity at first you know you got some a babe but then also old hag nudity which who doesn't love that right oh i love rats it. with human faces which is like my favorite part of this fucking that, yeah, one that part there's a it's creepy fucking rat so, with a human face it's real bizarre yes like definitely also if you're high when you watch this it'll be even better and this movie is great even when you're not and if you love gordon's take on lovecraft which how can you not he does like every lovecraft yeah. thing ever yeah uh, this one is a must watch dude the last 15 minutes gets so crazy I was like catching myself going ah multiple times out loud. Because ah, 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 ah. yeah, the witch it, like know. comes back right and she tries to take that that kid. Dude, d- d- there are some trigger warning, possible child murder here, which I don't want to give away too much, but it gets gory and gross and amazing. Yeah, it's, this is so far. I mean, I've seen a couple episodes or a bunch of episodes, and this is definitely hands down one of the best so far. Yeah, this one I really like. It's I I don't think that this one was a very popular episode though i don't think a majority of people liked this one i think they thought it was silly well i feel like because it came out what like 2005 like some of the people aren't aware of how wonderful like Stuart gordon reanimator was there's some like people like i guess like our age who like weren't into growing up into like the 80s like horror who would just be seeing this as like part of the anthology and go "Eh." yeah maybe 
I think this one stands out like definitely. I do too. I like it a lot. I mean, the first one's great for like its own reasons, but this is different. I don't know that Stuart Gordon's done anything. Well, that's not true. He did Stuck. Hmm? You ever seen that you Stuck? didn't like? Oh, Stuck no. is a terrible movie. I mean, he's done a lot of stuff that like people don't don't think is good but it's still enjoyable i mean i personally i still love castle freak but that doesn't have good reviews fuck all the bad i know right castle freak is crazy agreed i thought Uh, what did he do jeffrey Uh, combs in that movie did some of his like best acting i thought and i heard jeffrey combs was supposed to be in this movie as one of the tenants the older tenants but he oh, really? like scheduling or something didn't uh, work out which would have been great because yeah, like this little cameo that so anyways these are the first two i watched you can watch them standalone you don't have to watch them in the series and i'm going to be going over a bunch and i'll try to do more than two next time it's just you know life okay. got no, ahead fun. of me so. definitely and i'm definitely reviewing them like Where are you watching movies them? they're on tubi tubi okay yeah they're all on tubi so if anybody wants to watch yeah, them start following along please. watch all the masters of horror with melissa and i know the next one is like uh toby hooper so i would watch them along with you but i literally like less than a year ago watched all of oh, them no, like, no straight problem. through yeah that's cool uh, i don't want us to do a, th- a thing that's not true i don't want to make it our thing it's my thing i mean i don't think i might not have made it all the stop way stop trying through. to make us a thing chuck I might not have made it all the way through the second season. Yeah, because there's only two. I wish there was more. Yeah. Maybe we can get it to come back. Well, Maybe come back. Yeah, watch a few more episodes. Although there's not. Uh, yeah. Well, I know watch, the next one watch a couple more episodes. isn't as good as. Like, I feel bad saying that because like Toby Hooper is a legend. But like, Which, like the last ep- the body bags episode is like you can see where he's falling off towards the end. Yeah. And this is like the end. Oh, which one's next? It's like um, episode three has like. uh robert england has a guest cameo as an mc at a club it's like post-apocalyptic and they like bring the people from the dead and make them dance or some stupid shit like that i don't uh, know it's some punk I kids vaguely remember that yeah one. i'll go over it next episode don't you worry all right i'm anyway, actually excited to talk about i know these. this, this is, is nice cool, yeah. and i'm glad that you know like half yeah that's why i'm like about. i didn't talk about them under the on the show and talking about them is fun i might actually go back and rewatch uh season two while you're watching one so that, cool. I'm, that i'm ready Definitely. Anyway, so that's it for now. But cool. I will try to add like at least like one more, you know. Build yeah, that's up, a nice little change. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, right? Good job. So, how about you, bud? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh. I know. You warned us last time. Oh, my goodness. All right, let me pull up my right. uh, IMDb because I like to look at what you're talking about. All Go right, on. I watched two movies. Uh, one I really liked and one made me kind of question my sanity. Oh, um, I like where this is going. And that's the first one I'm going to talk about. Uh, I watched 1989's Communion Communion. starring Christopher Walken who gets visited by aliens <laughs> uh october 4th and december 26th the Schreiber family streber that looks like streber family drives from new york city to the cabin in the woods both nights there are some powerful lights outside and maybe aliens <laughs> just wow, maybe this is the worst synopsis ever the dad is mentally affected by the bad dream Ooh, that's in quotations goes to the shrink and is hypnotized that doesn't give you anything <laughs> What the fuck, man? But per the cover, I'm going to assume there is aliens. There are aliens. (laughs) Yes, not maybe. There is. Let me give you a little better working synopsis. There's no way you could do that in Christopher Walken's voice, though. Uh, I'll try. (laughs) I can't do it. That was good. That was good. I don't do accents, so it was good to me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's not funny. It's terrible. (laughs) It's funny because it's terrible. No, I can't. All right, well, please tell um, us more. So basically, Christopher Walken, uh, father, husband, writer, a.k.a. normal dude. The dad. Uh, the dad. The dad. <laughs> is being visited and Stop, sometimes taken stuff. by aliens. Is being visited by and sometimes being taken by aliens. Taken uh, There's little blue dudes. N- no. Oh. Uh, there's these little blue dudes that they call like, they look like little 
doctors with big faces and they're blue oh, and they look wow. stupid. Yeah, I'm and looking at these pictures. There's tall, skinny ones that look mm-hmm. like they're fake. They're like fake representations of like the classic, mm-hmm. like the grays, the big eyes. Yeah. But it looks like they're wearing masks. Spoiler, it turns out towards the end that they are wearing masks and those are masks. So I, I was watching this movie and every time they came on screen, I was like, are they really... Are they really with this shit? Like, really? It looks so fake. Yeah, because so the pictures, they look like they're like gumby. I was like, it looks so fucking fake. But then, towards the end, you realize that they're masks that these these particular types of aliens are wearing because oh. they can't show their faces to humans or we'll wow. lose our minds or something like that. I don't really understand what's going on. Um, but yeah, so they are... They, so don't let that deter you because it almost... I, I saw them and I was like, really? <laughs> Seriously with this shit? Come on. It looks terrible, but then at the end, it looks fun and whatever. Um, so anyway, yes, he's being taken by aliens uh, and visited, and they're just basically harassing him and, <laughs> uh, and his family. Um, and he slowly starts to unravel. He doesn't believe in aliens at all. He thinks he's losing his mind. Um, he goes to see a shrink. He sees you know doctors. Um, but then at one point in the movie, he starts to embrace that these things might possibly be real, and he goes okay. and searches for like what the meaning of all this is, and he discovers it, and, and there's your movie. Um, yeah, I didn't get a lot of the end. Like he, like I said, he starts embracing like the alien. They have this whole message about like the evolution of mankind, and maybe the yeah. aliens are like our, uh, like, um, not predecessors, our, you know. Is that the right word? I'm not the sure. People like this. It, they're an advanced, okay, evolved state of oh. us. Or are they aliens? Are we all connected? Like, what? what's the purpose of life? It it goes off the deep end. Did with you read all the facts this, on this one? All of the philosophical shit. No, why? Because the executive producer Whitley Strieber, Strieber, apparently it's based off of his true life experience. <laughs> I know. Okay. okay. All right. About you. I'm lost. I'm lost. <laughs> that he really said this is a true story. I'm serious. Wow. This guy's awful. See, that makes it even like weirder. Okay. So, um, why do you think it's called communion, though? I have no idea. Yeah. Are we Hold going on, to church? Beer. Ooh, Take beer. me to church. Oh, beer, 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 yeah, beer. Real good. Um, yeah, I don't know. He went off on all this philosophical okay. shit at the end, and it was I didn't understand it. I don't really understand the point of this movie whatsoever. Um, and to be honest, I found it mostly boring. I'm going to read the book. The guy wrote the book. Okay. He wrote a book. All right, read the book then. I'm going to read it, okay. even though he says it's real. A real <laughs> fucking book about his real life experience. Okay. This is crazy. I cannot. Well, anyway. Oh, anyway. Um, like I said, I found this movie kind of boring. There are a couple of crazy scenes, one in particular that I will talk about at length. Yes, Because it needs to be discussed. Um, and uh, I will say that Christopher Walken is always entertaining. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> always entertaining. Um, and in this role in particular, I found him like even more entertaining. Okay. Because why on earth would you pick, would you cast Christopher Walken to play your normal, everyday, every oh, guy yeah, dad? Right. It is so weird watching him like normally interact with his family as a normal person. I'm a dad. Yeah. I <laughs> write some books and stuff, <laughs> oh, you know? Fuck. Oh, God. Oh. Aliens. Like, <laughs> aliens. He's so fucking weird in like all the best ways. But like, why would you put him in this role? It makes no sense. 
other than I guess they wanted it to be weird because it's a movie about aliens, I didn't understand him being cast whatsoever. He is not normal. He, he doesn't will, know how to be normal. I will agree with that 100%. And I, and I love him like with all my heart for it. He's he's the he he might be hands down the most unique actor like in the history of film. Do you think so? He, who's more unique than Christopher Walken? I mean William Dafoe. William Dafoe? No, but nor William Dafoe you can see as a normal guy in a lot of roles. No, I can't. Really? No. I can't. No. I need to see anything. I just think of him as like crazy green goblin. That's just my brain. So I guess I can see him as normal though. Okay. Yeah, but I guess he you're looks right. kind of crazy, and it doesn't play. Yeah. But but Willem Dafoe can act normal. He, he can, can be in he can be in an interview. He can act normal. He can't no. make that face look normal. Listen, okay, but like he can be in an interview and be normal and act normal and be like, oh, he's just a normal guy. He's an actor. He just looks a little like, unique. And okay, he, he's fine. What about Steve Buscemi? That's, no, have you ever heard interviews with Steve Buscemi and seen him act like just normal? He's complete. Wow. Yeah, he doesn't look normal. Those are called interviews. I call that porn. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying. I'm just fucking, yeah. But like the way they're acting is normal. Mm-hmm. It, they're normal people. Like you can talk to them and you can have conversations with them. And Christopher Walken, I don't think knows how to act like a normal person. Okay. I love he's that we're, not, this is what we're talking about. He's yes. not normal. This is now the Christopher Walken <laughs> analyzing podcast. Have you, but I, have you ever seen him be normal in anything and just like have a conversation? He's, the way he talks is weird. The way he moves is weird. The way he just everything he's so what like, if they picked him because he's actually an alien <laughs> he might be a fucking <laughs> alien but i'm saying i'm not shitting on him for those things yeah i'm saying that's what has made him so great but he's wrong he's for this role so, he is very wrong okay. he is so wrong for this role that he is perfect for this role <laughs> i don't know what that means i don't either I'm okay but with that. it was fine yeah. honestly man if this movie had had more stuff happening and less like talking and less doctor's visits and less like hip hypnotizing visits yeah and he even at one point goes to a therapy session or it's not a therapy session it's a group of people that have all had the same uh experience that he has and he meets with them it's just a lot of talking and a lot of yeah dinner parties and like shit and it's like it's so, the the alien visiting parts are f- like few and far between um so yeah i wish it would have been a little more exciting because then I think I might have liked it a lot more because the weird parts and the weird shit that happened, I really enjoyed. And the whole Christopher Walken, you know, alien parts, I did enjoy a lot. Just, I, I felt gotcha. like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You feel my dog? I feel your dog. All right, now what about that scene? Um, now we'll get to it. Um, uh, the plot and some of the things that happened gave me very similar vibes to Dark Skies. Obviously, the aesthetic is way different and, and you know, the acting and everything. Dark Skies is like 2000s. Oh, this yeah, is like yeah. 1989. Yeah. But the story felt very similar. So much so that even the kid, Christopher Walken's kid is involved somehow. You know how in Dark Skies yeah, yeah. the kid gets abducted and it's fucking with the family. And, you know, he tries to go get help. And So very similar type of stories. So if you're into like Dark Skies a lot, which I wasn't like yeah, at all. We talked. We have an episode about it. So if you guys don't know about it, go back and look. Yeah. But if you like Dark Skies a lot, if you like that sort of thing and that creepy alien thing, and you also like Christopher Walken and 80s movies, like yeah, you might you might actually did this. I just wasn't really into that. Um, but I will say that the score was really cool. Mm-hmm. It was classic 80s. So it was like big like sexy 80s guitar riffs over like synthy pads you know exactly what i'm talking Mm -hmm. about and it was like that the kind of the whole movie Mm -hmm. there was a lot of shots with that music playing of like new york city 
because they lived in the city and he was a writer and they would do these cool shots of nighttime New York City that I thought was really cool. So the vibe of the movie aesthetically I thought was really fun and and that's what sucked me in. But then they just kind of didn't do enough for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, at least left me with kind of like mixed feelings. Like, eh, I enjoyed myself watching it, but I, I won't watch it again. And I don't know that I'd recommend it to very many people. Uh, cinematography's fine, but yeah, just not enough happened to, for me to really like it. Um, so yeah, uh, to end this, I do want to talk about one scene and, um, this is probably one of the craziest scenes I think I've cr- crazy weird. I'll say weird. One of the strangest scenes I've ever seen in a movie and the fact that it involves Christopher Walken just made it all the better. So Christopher Walken, it's one of the times that he gets taken. Mm-hmm. And he's trying he's starting to figure out and embrace what's happening. And he's like, I'm really here. Like these these aliens are really here. Um and he thinks he's starting to think that he's a part of something, like he's chosen. So he kind of goes along with it. But they're gonna probe his anus. Oh. And uh That's he, why he's going along with it. He's naked, he's sitting on this weird metal table. And they're kind of holding him, and he's got his legs separated, but you can't see his junk. You oh. know, it's like kind of, but wow. you can see, like, you know, his, you know, you could see everything except like his actual junk. Um, and he's like, "Oh, what's going on?" <laughs> and uh, Stop. this little thing, like this, that's his junk. This thing comes out of the wall. This like, it's like a, it looks like a hose, but the end of the hose is like this like bulb thing. Oh, not no. like a light bulb, but no, like a, it's, no. it's metal. I know what you're thinking. It no. looks kind of like a microphone. Yeah, I know what you're describing. So it starts coming out of no. the hole Mm-mm. and one of the aliens grabs it and he walks over and Christopher Walken's like, well, what are you going to do with that? Uh. <laughs> and he's like, he was like, can we talk about this? And like he's cracking yeah. jokes. He knows it's about to happen to him. Oh, my. And he's like smiling and cracking jokes. Well, and he's like, like, wouldn't you, you be that, talk about like this? panicking? Maybe. I would be like right? sweating and like, oh my God, what are you like, going to do you with that? Like, better not. Um, and the alien gets it and he holds it and it's kind of close to his mouth and Christopher Walken is cracking jokes and yeah. he goes, you look like you're about to sing White Christmas. Oh my like, God. What? Are you serious, dude? Alien comes over to him and Christopher Walken kind of braces himself with the aliens. He doesn't try to stop anything. He's not like being held down He's Christopher either. Walken will try anything once. <laughs> I guess so. And the alien kind of winds up with the thing and Christopher Walken braces himself and he shoves that thing no, right no, up his ass. No, no. And Christopher Walken goes, <laughs> and I am not kidding. And I'm not ashamed. I'm a, I'm I'm not kidding, you don't have a sound bite for this. And I'm not ashamed that I rewound it and played that scene <laughs> five times. Yeah, but you didn't get us a sound bite. <laughs> I had it on my Instagram that one night. Yeah, well, work on that. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, like I said, really bizarre. I don't even know why. They didn't explain why they anal probed him. But during the meeting, it was funny because one of the ladies in the meeting, because mm-hmm. they were saying they were all the part of this thing and they were all like willing participants. And this one lady was like, willing participants? She's like, I'm a victim. And they're <laughs> like, no, 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 it's cool. She's like, I didn't want to be probed by that thing. I didn't want that thing in my butt. Like she's saying all this <laughs> stuff. It was kind of funny. But yeah, I don't. This is not a hearty recommend for me. But like, like I said, if you if you want to see something exceptionally weird and exceptionally Christopher Watkin, and you're into like the dark skies kind of alien visitation shit, yeah, you might actually dig this a lot. Just was not for me. Yeah, it's a pass. But for me. I am not sad that I watched it because <laughs> I got to see a probe stuck up Christopher Watkin's butt. Yes, I think, I, I think everyone deserves to see that. Fair. That's so, fair. It's a fair assessment. So communion. Yep. Take it or leave it. 
it's your choice whether or not you could take communion. <laughs> yeah. Whether you should take communion. It's Got true. It. Uh, the next movie I watched was recommended from a per, uh, friend at work. Uh, Witchfinder General, oh. 1968. <laughs> Have you seen it? Yeah, it's boring. You thought it was boring? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You didn't like it at all? It was okay. Oh, I was into it. I, I liked it. I like Vincent Price. I loved Vincent Vince Price. was so fucking evil in this movie. He's the only reason that the movie's good. Oh, I, I thought... I don't I, know. I liked that it was a period piece from That's like fair. the 60s yeah. that I've never really... You know, I never... Like, That's it, fair. This is very different yeah. from what i'm used to watching so i think that's maybe what did it well i will say vincent price is a god and i um, would love to resurrect his spirit and have sex with it hmm. the end okay uh which finder general 1968 uh a young soldier seeks to i thought you'd be proud of me for watching something in the no, 60s i am good for you a young soldier seeks to put an end to the evils caused by a vicious witch hunter when the latter terrorizes his fiance and kills her uncle terrorizes do you mean raped that that would be it um okay so a little breakdown so vinnie price is uh <laughs> raping torturing and killing his way across britain during the civil war on his quest to purify britain uh because of the war britain is kind of in chaos and the laws aren't being enforced like everybody's just kind of mm-hmm. doing whatever they want to do with no like real consequences um and especially people in authority could basically do whatever the fuck they wanted under whatever guise or excuse they wanted to make. Nobody from like the, well, you can't call I don't know what it's called, the federal government, mm-hmm. but nobody from the government could do anything because they're worried about fighting these wars. So these small towns like are just open for the taking. Yes. Like you can just do whatever the fuck you want. Um, and that really happened. Like that's a real state. And this character, I didn't do any research because I'm lazy and I, you know, I don't care enough about things, but... <laughs> Uh, I believe that this person, that Vincent Price's character, was based on a real person or a real type of person during that time. Yeah. Because this shit really happened. Yes, a real type of person. Um, so, yeah, he's going around raping, pillaging. So, he, um, Vincent Price's character takes full advantage of this fact that, you know, he can do whatever he wants and full advantage of also the fact that the level of superstition at the time was completely off the charts. Um, they believed in witches and mm-hmm. witchcraft and warlocks and magic and yep. you know they were very much not about that because it was all the Catholic Church at the time. Um, so he basically just goes around. He rolls into towns, accusing people of witchcraft and then torturing them. Uh, he has a little henchman that he gets to torture them. He doesn't actually do it, although I'm pretty sure he enjoys watching. But they tortured. They try to torture confessions out of people, and then basically they either die from the torture. Or and they're like, oh well, I guess I guess they weren't a witch after all because they died without confessing, or they confess to stop the torture and they're mm-hmm. like, ah, you confess, see, and now we're gonna hang you because you confessed, and it's really nonsense and awful. Um, oh, and it is based off of a real person. It is. Yes, Matthew Hopkins. Like oh, yes, Matthew Hopkins. Yeah. Yeah. So it was okay. Yeah, he had like he was like the reason for like three hundred of the five hundred like yeah. people being it's fucking yeah. crazy. What an awful man! Um, I, I'm gonna rewatch this one because I remember watching it when I was younger and being like, "This is lame." But how, now, how I'm much like, younger are you? You watch you watch movies so differently. Yeah, now. I was like a kid. Yeah, I bet you'd enjoy this. I'm yeah. su- I'm I'm telling you, I'm surprised because like I'm in love with Vincent Price. So then you should. I mean, he's all about it. Like he's the main character. Yeah, he, in this he movie. said this was like one of his finest works too. So yeah, he's. I'm. I'm shocked that maybe you said, it's because like he's not sexy with that hair. <laughs> maybe meatball. Meatball. Chilleth outeth. 
It could be Amazon dropping off my package. Your package. Anyways, please proceed. Um. So then Vinny Price rolls into rolls, in, rolls into one tower. He's going to torture and kill the head priest, mm-hmm. who the priest is 100% innocent. And the priest has a niece uh, who is um, engaged mm-hmm. to this uh, stud of a soldier. But he's gone. He went to you know fight, and he's coming yeah. back later. Um, but while he's gone, you know, Vincent Price comes in, uh, accuses the uncle, and starts torturing him. And she's like, "Please don't. I'll do anything." And nasty V Price is like, "Anything, <laughs> anything, yeah, basically." And so they start having sex. Stop. Obvi- obviously, she doesn't want to. They don't show anything. This is 1968, yeah. but it's heavily implied. Um, and th- they do that for a couple days. And she's just a shell of a human being, and then and then she gets raped by his henchman because she the henchman finds out what Vinnie Price is doing, and he's like, "Oh fuck I that dude! I want to get on this too and rapes her." Jesus, that's really awful. And uh, yeah, while after that happens, she kind of falls apart, and then um, uh, what's his name? Um, Vincent Price mm-hmm, finds Vinny. finds out about that and kills the uncle anyway, and then leaves. Jesus. And that's kind of where our movie like really picks up, yeah. and like because the the stud soldier boy comes back and <laughs> finds finds what's just happened, and he's like, "All right, this fucker's going down." Yeah. And then you get your whole movie of him. And then he supermans that hoe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that hoe. Yes, he supermans that hoe, and yeah. we all lived happily ever after. <laughs> um, I like I said, I enjoyed this quite a bit. The acting is great almost phenomenal i was surprised that uh i didn't mind the score yeah most 60s scores i kind of have to be like okay you guys are doing the horn it's thing very again. abrasive yeah but this one i actually liked i was actually surprised it's it is abrasive yes but the, it wasn't score, yeah. it wasn't annoying i thought it was actually kind of cool well i'm gonna rewatch it um, i'm looking forward to that i thought it was very well paced mm-hmm. i wasn't bored at all during this movie i was kind of gripped like with yeah. this i was fascinated with this entire movie um and yeah i wasn't bored or uninterested in any part of this i thought it was great um and i highly recommend it i will say this though i'm recommending this with a grain of salt this is a horror podcast Mm -hmm. so i don't feel that this was a hundred percent horror okay okay uh it's played really straight and really realistic through the whole movie much of the violence is off screen and implied the rape is so it's kind of like a historical fiction um the subject matter is scary. Like this actually happened. Yeah, it's historical. So like you're thinking the whole time and you're getting you're angry the whole movie because you're like, ah, fuck this guy. You know, he's just right. an asshole killing people. And then you think like this shit happened and yeah, it makes it all the terrifying. more like terrifying, like deeper. Mm-hmm. But even with that, I just didn't feel like this was a horror. I would maybe call this a period thriller. Okay. Historical I'd, fiction. I would drama. Also, also, yeah, maybe even go historical drama. Okay. With horror elements. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't fully call this a horror movie. Well, it's on Shudder, though. So. It was on Shudder. So I guess someone thinks it might be a little bit. So, a little bit. A little, I mean, it's it's mostly, I think, because Vincent Price is in it. Oh, yeah. And, the legend. And, you know, there is... I wish... I was honestly thinking they were going to do something with, like, actual witchcraft or yeah. supernatural something. Yeah. That's not existent at all. Well, that's all because, like, all the people that are murdered weren't really witches. Well, yeah. But I thought maybe this movie would do something <laughs> like, like that. Like, give us a little yeah. twist, yeah. But no, it's very much like a period piece, his- historical fiction. Yeah. Um, I still recommend it. This is, it's it's at, blood it's at the very least yeah. horror adjacent. Yeah. And I don't know. I liked it. I enjoyed oh, it. Sweet. I think it's a great movie. And I think it is definitely worth checking out. 
And that is all. Great. All right. Good input. Good input. Yes. Input. Input. You know Short Circuit? Input. Yes. I haven't watched that in a long time. Johnny Five? Mm-hmm. Yes. I hear some some talking. Talking? There's something in the headphones. There's something in the headphones. You hear it? What is that? Wait, what is that? <laughs> I don't know. What is on right now? We've been hacked. What the fuck is on? Something's on. I hear the syllable middle messages. Oh, it's the clip. There. But, uh, Sorry. Sorry, that was, uh, what's his name? Oh, that was creepy. What's his, what's his name? Um, Herschel Gordon-Lewis? No, no. Uh, what the, are you talking about the, right the, now? The guy, what's his name? What's happening on the show right now? Your mom. Your mom. Oh my God, I can't think of the guy's name from the movie that we're going to talk about. <laughs> well, before we talk about a movie, though. Oh, you're right. Let it's, us. It's time for something. Time for. You to shut up and me to start talking. Tool time? Yes. Tool time. Remember tool time? Yes, I remember tool time. I always thought the the assistant guy was the hot one. Yeah. Um, Al. Yeah, it wasn't Al. Al Borland. Whatever. But his real name was uh. I don't remember. I don't know. But I always thought he was way hotter than Tim. The really? Man. Oh fuck yeah. The chubby dude with the beard. Yeah. Okay. Let me live. All right. Anyways, get out. Pamela Anderson was on that show. It was one of her first things that she did. I was like the only person who didn't think like the teenage boys were the hot ones. And I was like, that's the other guy. I was about to say, ew, that's disgusting. But you were a kid. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, what? You know, whatever the guy, the kid with the three names. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Yes. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Would be a serial killer. You thought he would be a serial killer? Three names. Okay. And they're all first names. JTT. Yeah. My sister had all those posters all over her of room. Of course she did. Yep. Now, moving on. Fuck that guy. Fuck JTT. I, I mean, would. I'm sure he's doing great, but <laughs> I hope he's doing great. You didn't hear what I said. You would, yeah. He, if you're listening out, uh, out there, JTT, come to the Friendship Orgy. You're invited to the Friendship Orgy. It's on. All right. <laughs> Anyways, ooh, do you see that? <laughs> what? The lights have flickered. They have. The candles have all... They... They're on. They're lit. <laughs> they're, they're on. The they just flickered on. <laughs> I didn't light them. You, didn't you see them? <laughs> they just came on. That was really funny. You're like, <laughs> they are, the, the candles are on. <laughs> <laughs> no laughing in the oh, sorry. book club. Yes, we must be macabre. Yes. We are sad. <laughs> we love death. We're sad. <laughs> and cats. Only black cats, cats though. Cats are the creatures of evil. I believe it. So I thought there was a cat back there. I was like, why are you looking over there? No. Anyways, welcome to the book club. Book club. Book club. Okay. Book club. Once is enough. <laughs> and I hope I didn't review this book already because like, I was looking at <laughs> <in> my notes. <laughs> Honestly, I am so far ahead of where we were. Oh my God, that's like, hilarious. I am like 40 books like later. So I like don't even know. Like I had to look over my notes to be like, make sure I didn't review these books <laughs> because like I keep reading and not writing okay. them down. So right. um, if I did review this already, I don't think I did. Oh, well, whatever. Fuck off. Anyways, I read Baby Teeth. Does that sound familiar? No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> By Zoji Stage, no. 2018. All right. Let me read the synopsis. This is. 
Meet Hannah. She's the sweet but silent angel in the adoring eyes of her daddy. He's the only person who understands her, and all Hannah wants is to live happily ever after with him. But Mommy stands in her way, and she'll try any trick she can think of to get rid of her, ideally for good. Meet Suzette. She loves her daughter, really. But after years of expulsions and strained homeschooling, her precarious health and sanity are weakening day by day. As Hannah's tricks become increasingly sophisticated and Suzette's husband remains blind to the failing family dynamics, Suzette starts to fear that there's something seriously wrong and that maybe home isn't the best place for their baby girl after all. That felt like a... That was a lot shorter than most of your synopsis. It really was. (laughs) So um, this was described on the book cover... As uh, we need to talk about Kevin meets Gone Girl meets The Omen. Okay. And I don't know if the author herself came up with that because there was no name under like who said that. But I can confirm that this is absolutely not that book. Okay. Um, It's nothing like any of those things. No. I know this book was like raved about when it came out. Like seriously, like super raved about in 2018. And I never got around to reading it. And it's often recommended in the horror lit Reddit, which I rely heavily on for my constant book purchasing because like... I always need books. Always got to have them books. But, (laughs) man, this just disappointed me. Okay. So, when the kid does the the manipulating things, it gets interesting. There's some good stuff. She's laying thumbtacks out in like a Home Alone style booby trap for her mom. And she's trying to set her on fire at some (laughs) point. Great stuff. That stuff is great. The problem here is Hannah is a seven-year-old little girl. But her point of view is not written as a seven-year-old. She has quite the sophisticated vocabulary, like better than many adults that I know. Well, what year is this? 2018. Oh. No seven-year-old is talking. This wasn't like set back in... No. No, this is current. Because kids used... Even seven-year-old kids from way back when are probably smarter than we are now. No, no. This is current. (laughs) Maybe that's Uh, a little extreme. And it's in America. She lives in Pittsburgh because that's where the author's from. So she sets it up where she lives, I guess. So, like, it's not like some little English kid with this, like, oh, cheerio, chop, chop. That's what chop. I was just going to say. I was it's like, not. dude, I've definitely heard some, like, British toddlers that yes. are well, more well-spoken than I am. But no way. <laughs> this vocabulary is far better than most of the adults that I even know. Um, and it would have been great if, like, perhaps she was possessed by, like, an old, sophisticated, smarty-pants demon. But, spoiler, no. <laughs> she wasn't. <laughs> not the case. So, I don't know where they got the omen thing from. There's no omen here. I love omen-y. the omen. I know. The omen is great. I watched that for the first time. The original or the remake? The original. I think they're both good. I haven't seen the remake. The remake's good. It's not as good as the original, but it's the same thing over again, just more modern. I got to go back and watch the original. I watched it for the... Remember I watched it for the first time and I admitted on the show like I've never seen the old one. Which is crazy, but yeah, it happens. And I watched it and I understood the hype. Like the the movie rolled and I was like, I get it. I fucking get it. The movie was phenomenal. Yeah. 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 Such a good movie. Yeah. I think the remake is just as good. Just, you know, it's just the same thing. So you really didn't need it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yes, she's not possessed by a smarty pants demon. So that r- ruins smarty that. Smarty pants demon. And then the other half of the book, Suzette the mother, she's like pretty awful. Like I don't know if the author has Crohn's disease. Like I guess she does <laughs> because the mother in the book does, and it's brought up like every other fucking page. And by the uh, end, really? like seriously, it's like, oh my god, my stomach, I have issues, I can't stress out. Blah, blah, oh, blah. let's not disrespect people that have. Okay, Crohn's that's disease. fine. <laughs> but the way she wrote this book, it's like, annoying, yeah. yeah, like I get okay, it. we get it, but that's not your whole life. But we also acknowledge that Crohn's disease is a crippling disease. And That's it true. It really sucks. 
But like Mike's dad has MS, but we don't have to hear about it every other fucking day, you know? Like, come on, man. I'm sorry. It ruins the book. I We're under- trying to focus on the tension between the, the possible murderous child and this like mom who's stressed out. But like half the story is like, I can't be stressed. I have a Crohn's. Right. Like, and my mom neglected me and didn't let me get it taken care of until I was older. Like, okay. And she just complains about it the whole book. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Real problem. Not not putting not, it down at all but no. like in a book yeah i could see that being Come on, man. any ailment like that like, like yeah any, you could bring it up you could mention it yeah, but like literally it, but every like, other every, page yeah, and you're like that is ruining the tension <laughs> like, of the book stop. like it sucks it fucking sucks but come on did she talk about how much she shits there's mentions of yeah having to go go and I, the certain medicine that she takes and i stuff. did a i did a i wanted to go into the medical field at one point yeah, in my life as i you, remember as you that remember. yeah um and i remember i took i took uh a year of anatomy and physiology and I had to do a report and I picked Crohn's disease oh, and I did yeah. a, an entire, like I know yeah. everything about that oh, yeah, disease. It sucks. The, the leading cause of death in Crohn's disease mm-hmm. is suicide. Oh man, <laughs> that's a bummer. Yeah. Well, so not that well, the author doesn't, but also yeah. complaining about it constantly in a fictional book. Yeah. When you're supposed to like yeah. be worried about, the tension between the daughter and the right. mother and then you're yeah, like, like uh, getting this yeah. i was almost skipping it like pages because i was getting really annoyed but no, i, I read through it i can see that and uh but by the end of the the book you just want the kid to succeed in trying to take out her mom at least i did so <laughs> this book is is overall it's utterly fucking boring wow i'm sorry and spoilers ahoy there's no plot twist it's literally the whole book is like the daughter wants to get rid of the mom because she wants all the attention from the dad. But like, she's talking like way too smart or whatever. And the mom is just like loathing the kid. And she's like trying to get rid of the kid or send it somewhere. And it's literally the whole book. And there's no twist. There's no demons. Nothing. And I know people loved this book when it came out. Well, I thought so. And then I was reading the other good, uh, good read. Is that good read? Good, good reads. Whatever. I have the app and my brain's yeah, yeah. not working. Good Reviews. And like a lot of people are starting to pick it up now and go like, no, this isn't that good. So um, <laughs> if you're looking for something to grab and hold your attention, skip baby teeth. This one has no bite. Oh, good one. All right. That's all I got. Thanks for coming to my book club. Let's blow out the candles. <laughs> There's a lot of candles. Keep going. <laughs> all right. Done. Stop it. Uh, I'd also like to point out that you said loathing. Loathing. Like a loathing. Lo- like a loath of bread. Loathing. Loathing. I didn't say loaf. You said loath. I did No, you not. didn't say loaf. But you said loath. You know, loathing. Uh, not to bring it down, but you know I did go to speech therapy for like lots of years. So. Oh, get out of here. Did. You did. just didn't know how it was pronounced. I definitely know how to say loath. Don't try to make me feel guilty. You should feel guilty you though. You said loath. I do loathing. know how to say loath. It's loathing. Loath. 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 No, it's not loaf. <laughs> I didn't say loaf like a bread. I loaf. know you didn't. That would have been that would have made me. I pronounce my th is like th- apparently so. Th- like the the you don't say yeah. th. Th loaf. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you don't say you don't say th. Bruh. Th. I really did though. Go to speech therapy for many years. Okay. okay? So right. I'm not dumb. I just sound dumb. Meatball bite. Meatball bite. Anyways, right. moving on, you fuck face. <laughs> I loathe you. You loathe me. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Melissa's going to drop some links, and then we'll get into... Um, Stall Amy, the Wizard, Wizard of Gore. Of the Wizard of Whore. Wizard of Thor. <laughs> Wizard of Thor. Thor. <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Your mom. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
Hey freaks, first and foremost, Chuck and I here at Forsaken Cinema want to thank you for your support. We wouldn't be able to do what we love without you. And you know what? We want to hear from you too. Not only the best way to contact us, but the best way to get updates and listen to our episodes and to even purchase merchandise is through our website. That's right. We have a website, ForsakenCinema.com. You can also find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Forsaken Cinema. You can contact us directly through email at ForsakenCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. And you should. Send us a message. Tell us how we're doing. Suggest a movie. All of our freaky, frightening episodes can be found on all streaming platforms, wherever you stream your podcast. Duh. While you're there, be sure to follow, like, rate, five stars, please, and review and share with your fellow freaks. As always, thanks for listening. Now back to the episode. All right. This is Herschel Gordon-Lewis's The Wizard of Gore trailer. The announcement that I am about to make has been made twice before in motion picture history. Each time, it has preceded the showing of scenes from motion pictures which have become regarded as the most unusual of their type ever filmed. Ever filmed. Now, we make this announcement for the third time. Why is he talking like that? The same production team that made the classic movie and later a film called The Gruesome Twosome, which (laughs) is a double feature. Oh. I'm sorry, I, I grabbed the one that said trailer the 1. The House of Torture. We are about to show you a few scenes of this movie, which is called The Wizard of Gore. Gore. For Gore. those of you who appreciate Gore. this type of cinematic art, we are. you will see the most Usually. startling scenes of their type ever filmed. Gore. For those yeah, of you don't think, man. This this movie must have really made some people upset. Oh yeah, they had to come with some barf bags. I bet. 1968. Yeah, I'd love to get my hands on one of those. I have a Blood Feast barf bag. Nice. They definitely had them for this. I started collecting barf bags a little bit, and then I stopped. I gotta get back. Well, if I ever see any, got you. Wait, what? So if I see any, I'll get them. Montag. Oh my god. Montag. Oh my god. Your eyes. Uh, Stop it. Michael's watched this with me and he just started quoting it with me. (laughs) Sit down. Kill people. Get to the fucking point. (laughs) Montag sucks. (laughs) Who said that? Oh, yeah, me with a tomato. Oh my god. <laughs> what is that noise? Is that the machine? Yes. That I got something really the drilling f- machine. I got something really funny to talk about that machine. Oh, oh my! Oh goodness! Montag. I Montag. I am Montag. Montag. Do you even know what reality is? Montag. Montag. <laughs> my good friend. Oh That's my me. God. Perhaps you think I excuse myself from those activities. Oh, they're gonna do his whole dialogue at this. Oh, please no. no. This trailer's like see, five minutes long. I'm no, it's not. not. Afraid to stick. My neck out. Oh. Oh, this is the beginning. 
Uh-huh. This is the whole opening monologue. Wow, listen yeah, to this shit again. Yeah, but the monologue again. he says three times. Oh my god, I know. Montag. <laughs> Montag. Oh man, this trailer's so fucking long. If you accidentally hit the off button, no one will know. Well, there's a voiceover guy at the end. We gotta wait all the way to the end for that guy. Oh, he's coming up soon. Four minutes left. <laughs> What's happening? An easy but expensive way to slice a cabbage. Yes, a cabbage. Or my head. Mmm, cabbage. Does this machine work? Uh, does it? It does. Really work? I think it does. Or does it really work? Let's take a look. Shall we? <laughs> what are you looking up? You're like furiously... Just looking at what else he's in. Who? Ray Sager. Montag. Yeah, Montag. Montag. That was fucking score, man. I love this very part. All right. <laughs> Even how crazy it like starts and ends, it doesn't stop. It's relentless. Certainly the most startling motion picture of all time. Oh no. The Wizard of Gore. Oh this yes. This film will take its place in motion picture history as a milestone of extraordinary achievement. What? Never before have the weird, the eerie, the astonishing, the bewildering been shown in so stunning a film. People want to stop doing that. Behind the facade of a normal world lies another world. Oh, another world. The mystery brings panic to some, satisfaction Meepo. to others. Satisfaction. An achievement in bizarre, amazing theater. <laughs> what right. just happened? It, that's the end. Oh, he's barking because my Amazon package was delivered. Oh, really? My cosmetic spatulas. All right. Um. 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 I gotta start. I, I always forget about this part. Give, uh, it, give it to me. Why don't you? Uh. Uh. Um. Fondle our guts with that synopsis. Oh, I will. Pop out those <laughs> eyeballs with them. Yeah. Uh, a TV talk show hostess and her boyfriend investigate a shady magician who has the ability to hypnotize and control the thoughts of people in order to stage gory onstage illusions using his powers of mind bending. Mind bending? That's mind, what it says. Mind control? I didn't write it. Did I write it? I don't know. Did you? You know what? I loathe you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. It's your turn. <laughs> Oh, I'm supposed to tell you my initial thoughts. Initial thoughts. Thank you. you Melissa, you give that. us your initial thoughts, oh, Melissa, on the movie that is Montag. The Wizard of Gore, starring me, Montag the Magnificent. <laughs> wow, I want to go home. Um, Everyone listening, just, just turn it off. Like, all yeah. right, we can't. All right, so I've seen this uh, once a couple years ago. Really? I remember, yeah. I remember obscure, enjoying I it mostly. I don't remember it being so ridiculous, <laughs> honestly. Um, and I don't think, like, the illusion storyline is original. Um, it was really popular in the 50s, 60s, where someone does, like, illusions and, like, mind bending. But I don't remember any watching anything, like, with quite obviously as much gore. It yeah, is yeah. the Wizard of Gore. There's lots of gore. And I really enjoyed the gore part. I think that is so, that makes the movie. But the gore part. The gore parts. Yeah. There were th four distinctive parts of and gore. And they were wonderful and I really liked them. Um, 
And I definitely, because, you know, like back in the day, what was this, 7, 1970? Yeah, they definitely had to give the bark bag out with this one. Yeah. Like, we're used to it. This is cool with us. But, like, I can imagine going to the theater going, like, oh, I want to see this new scary movie. And then Dude, it's you've this. never seen before and then you see oh. this. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, woo. I mean, it's 2022 and there were there were two scenes where I went, eh, eh. <laughs> like, I had to look away for, like, a second. I was like, oh, oh, gross. Yeah, there was one scene where were, I was uh, like, "Oh, that's that's creepy." Yeah, as there was fuck. there was two where I I I oh, yeah, we'll got to. a little sick. I was like, "Well, so kudos." I mean, yeah, if you can, I mean, that that really proves that Herschel Gordon Lewis is is on you know, yeah, he's one of the greats because if you can if you can make me twenty twenty two thirty seven year old man that's all gag, and you're from nineteen sixty eight, you did something right, like right? Yeah, you're just thirty seven. <laughs> <laughs> anyways i agree i'm not with acknowledging you. these anymore the it's been the entire the entire they do a phenomenal show. job with that um i know it's so like crazy and all over the place but the score is so much fun for me yo there's some really cool things that they did yes. with like some of the oh, noises yeah yeah, yeah they did cool. great but it was like there were some of it was just like we're allowed in the wrong places but we're gonna yeah, let that sure. go what was that noise that was in the movie that was like wow yeah, that weird yeah. shit that sounded that was so good, cool yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i think mike and i like we're like impersonating that we did like oh, a really? lot of like we would like quote montag and just say the things he montag. said afterwards yeah when he says he's like montag oh, we just shout it why isn't mike on this episode uh, this is a perfect well he movie only half watched it he was on his like computer but like playing you know, train simulator probably yeah <laughs> looking at p- train porn uh, but anyways uh overall this movie the acting is so bad oh all my around God, it's terrible uh really bad i'm sorry it's like so every bad. person in this movie oh, real bad. it was just goofy but like i feel like that also makes it all a little bit more charming because you're like yeah 1970 low budget everything spent yes. on the gore and the score and, uh, yeah, and it's herschel gordon lewis like yeah so i do think like you have to watch it but like don't expect a fucking masterpiece it's funny, here yeah, it's funny to say it like all the, all of the acting was terrible if you look on imdb mm-hmm. Most of the people that were in this movie, yeah, this they, is, this they is don't the on- do like this yeah. is the only thing they did. Yeah, <laughs> and then the and like we'll get to the facts. Like the Montag was a last minute call because the original person like backed out, so it's not like he oh, really? probably had a lot of time to go through it. Uh, so, anyways, overall, I think this is you know like a classic horror film where you, if you're really into just like mindless gore, yeah, turn the volume down and just watch. This. oh yes do not take this movie seriously yes <laughs> yeah especially because there's some weird sound effects with like the knife part and the <laughs> sword part and the just right. just watch this for what it is and don't like expect like you know you're gonna get some award-winning i would say watch this while you're drinking or smoking oh definitely ideally and also ideally it would be a really fun watch with some people that don't, oh yeah that, especially with people that don't watch shit like this yeah because you'd, all, you'd yeah. all just think it was funny and silly yeah. and you'd have a really good time yeah i definitely say yeah it would be a lot more fun watching this with somebody else so, yeah yeah that's my initial thoughts on wizard of gorgor okay tell me what are yours or tell me um, more more <laughs> my initial thoughts i don't remember when i wrote this down but my initial thoughts right with the note oh herschel gordon <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i haven't Blood seen a lot feast of- it is not yeah, mm- <laughs> Well, kind of. Well, Blood Feast, I don't know, has more... I'll say Blood Feast is better. Yeah, more catch. More disturbing. Yeah. More, uh, like, realistic? I would... Not realistic. No, yeah, obviously. Like the, well, yeah, I guess. Well, it's he is. More He's a killer. So. Um, typically, uh, from what I've read, I haven't seen a ton of Herschel Gordon Lewis movies. I've seen a couple. 
Um, but I, ha- I haven't seen very many where there's a supernatural element. Mm-hmm. And apparently this is one of his few movies where mm-hmm. he had a supernatural element in his movie. Um, so this is my first time watching this. I've never seen it before. <laughs> um, I you weren't ready. The <laughs> first time I watched it. Okay. So I'll, also I watched this movie twice. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, just okay. because I watched the first time all the way through, like start to finish. And then the second time I watched it yesterday, like I kind of skipped around a little bit but i saw basically the whole movie again yeah and uh anybody that's going to watch this movie if you're like me i would say you need to be prepared for montauk the magnificent montauk you need to like i was getting so angry where the fuck you going what what's going on oh you're taking the dog for a walk what'd you put in your pocket poop bag oh poop bag all right have fun I was I was so fucking irritated during the first 10 minutes mm-hmm. of this movie. He comes out and he's just fucking yelling every one of his oh, lines. I, I'm Montauk. But like also, maybe the sound the is The sound quality little... was part of, part of it. Yeah. Because you, you can hear, this entire movie, you can hear the budget oh, and, yeah. and the era of the, the movie. Especially with the screaming, yeah. I was like, there's no way Amanda would even like. You can hear how old this movie this. is and how much it cost oh, in yeah. every scene. <laughs> so that was part of it. It took me... Uh, the first two acts. I, I, I before I got into the third act, and I was finally like, okay, like Montag, you're cool. I get you. I, I'm, I'm done being angry. But like the, I wrote down like the, it, I wrote this whole thing for the for the opening montage that was like ten minutes montage, mo- monologue, monologue. Yes. With him on the monologue. stage. Montag's monologue. Montag's I turn- monologue. I considered turning it off no. and texting you, being like, "We're not doing this movie." <laughs> I no. was getting so fucking pissed i was like shut your mouth even when he's it's not on so stage annoying. the way he talked you're just like Stop. it's so Stop. annoying um but then by the end of the movie it's okay and then the second time i watched it i almost found it like kind of endearing no. and i kind of was like all right it's montage he's growing like, he's, he's, he's growing he, yeah. it's, he's like see a, it's his magic yeah he's his like, illusion he's like a fucking cancer or something <laughs> a tumor a t- just that, grows on you a tumor that you know you end up liking for some reason um but yeah i'm gonna say overall i had a fun time with this movie yeah um yeah. even even the first watch where i hated montag i hated him but like it was fun to hate him yeah. it was like oh my god this fucking guy again you're gonna yeah. talk some more you're doing He's the, just same saying the same fucking act, thing saying yeah. the same fucking things again really in your annoying ass voice and you're yelling ass. But mm-hmm. I was also like inside, I was like, all right, I'm cool with this. <laughs> like, this is kind of funny. So all in all, love the gore. I think the gore is great. Um, and I thought there was enough of it. I know you probably, oh, yeah. you, I know you probably like, oh, I want more. I mean, I always want more, but no, the <laughs> gore was very satisfying. And for a title, The Wizard of Gore, I thought there was plenty of gore. I also thought there yeah, was plenty thought- of gore. And I liked it. And there was definitely, there's definitely some things that happen in this movie that I was surprised to see. Mm-hmm. Again, take this with a grain of salt. You're probably like, I could name 50 movies right now that are like this. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of 60s movies. That's fine. I don't watch a lot of 70s movies. I watch a lot of 80s, 90s, 2000s. I, you know. Definitely 80s. That's you. But because of the show, I've been getting more and more yeah, 60s movies. Which I'm proud. And I've seen, a lo- I've, seen, I've seen a decent amount since we started the show. I haven't seen a lot of this type of shit mm-hmm. in 60s movies. So, I I could definitely see this being like super disturbing to you yeah. know, 
So anyway, that whole aspect of it was fun, like it being old and you know all, all the definitely, definitely old shit. But um, it is terribly acted. Oh, the acting is just the worst part of the movie. Let's yeah. be real. But um, anyway, yeah, I liked it. I had fun with it. This, cool. Even the first time where I like hated Montag, I was mm-hmm. you know by the end I I was favorite character confirmed. I had a Got lot it. of fun. Yeah, I recommend this movie for sure. Definitely. If you're looking for something gory and goofy from the 60s. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, this is on the list. All right, spoilers, ahoy hoy. Oh, boy, boy. Let's do some frightening facts. Frightening facts. <laughs> Amazing. Ah. Amazing. That's not Melissa screaming, it's by the not, way. It's not, no. Do you remember they used that same scream on that dunk? Was it dun- No, uh, Little Caesars commercial. Oh, yes, o- yes. Over this past Halloween, they used the same. Pizza, pizza. Sorry. Remember when Little Caesars would be good? Yeah, we would actually, we never ate, really ate the pizza there, but m- my brother's a really picky eater, so growing up, like, all he wanted was the crazy bread, and <laughs> we would literally just go and get pick up, like, crazy bread, like, oh lots of it. Was it good back then, or did we just not care back then? Uh, a little bit of both, but no, it was definitely good back then. I remember it being way better than oh, that. Oh, yeah. Well, I haven't had our Little Caesars in, like, since I was a kid, so I have no idea. Amanda and I got Little Caesars, I don't know why I'm talking about this, no, but it's fine. Amanda, got, Amanda and I got Little Caesars... When we were first married, mm-hmm. while we were still living in my parents' house, we lived in my yeah, parents' house. Yeah, that was a solid like eleven years ago. So, yeah, it was eleven years ago. So, and it was horrible. Oh, really? Oh my god, it tasted like cardboard and like. Well, that's the problem. Who gets Little Caesars? We got the breadsticks too. Oh, crazy bread! Call it or, what it is. No, we got breadsticks. What isn't crazy bread breadsticks? I don't yes. think so. Yes, it is. All right, then we got the crazy bread. We I ate like one slice and one thing, and I was like, this this feels like I'm. This feels like I'm eating cancer. Ew. <laughs> yeah, hate, we don't. I hated it so much. We don't do little Caesars. We threw almost all of yeah. it away. We were like, this is disgusting. We deserve better than this. Pizza, pizza. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> so, uh, so we're doing spoilers. Ahoy, ahoy, facts. You got any? Uh, oh, let me do the cast, cast and crew. And crew? Yeah. Uh, this is directed by Herschel Gordon-Lewis. I'm just going to go through some Herschel Gordon-Lewis movies. Yeah, you're going to start with that, uh, the Gore Gore Girls. The Gore Gore Girls. Um, I actually really like his movies. The, I mean, the two that we've watched, and I've, yeah. seen, I've seen a couple others, but I actually really always end up enjoying watching him. Uh, let's go way back. Uh, Living Venues, Adventure Log, doing Blood Feast. Mm-hmm. Wow, it was one of his, it was his fifth movie. Mm-hmm. Bell, Bear, and Beautiful. <laughs> Scum of the Earth. Oh, he did 2000 Maniacs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Moonshine Mountain, Monster, Go-Go, Color Me Blood Red. Uh, Color Me Blood Red is another popular one by him. Uh, Hot Night at the Go Lounge. Oh, that's a short. Jimmy the Boy Wonder, Taste of Blood, The Gruesome Twosome. Oh, so The Gruesome Twosome was going to play on mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah, yeah. Something Weird. The Where's the... Uh, Damn, he did a lot of movies. Yeah, like 38, 40. There's The Wizard of Gore in 1970. Yeah. When did he die? 2000 and... What was it? 2019? 2016. 2016. 2016. Yeah. 90 years old. Yeah. Yeah, The Godfather of Gore. Godfather of Gore. Beautiful. I'm going to... You know what? I'm going to try to... There's a there's a collection. Uh, there's a Blu-ray yeah. collection that you can buy of like all of his... Oh, his nice. All of his most popular like gory horror movies. Oh. He did A Blood Feast too. In 2002, Blood? no way. Ew, that's probably not worth watching. Yeah, it's a 5.5 rating out of 10. That's pretty decent really? for IMDb, yeah. Blood Feast 2. Yeah, Guess all you I'm can eat. Uh, it also, um, Blood Diner. From the, have you ever seen Blood Diner? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I, yeah. love, I love that fucking movie. 
uh blood diner was kind of an homage to blood feast cool oh yeah 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 i remember that it was a straight up homage because they did the whole like anyway can you imagine it's 1960 and you're like i just want to make movies that make people vomit (laughs) yeah and he did it well one of the reasons a lot of them get into that like get into movies because of that because they want to be provocateurs or whatever it's like exploitation yeah bringing it back to Stuart gordon the the whole reason that Stuart gordon well not the whole reason but one of the big reasons was because he liked to upset people which is great i love that fun for him i love when they push the line yeah he him and his wife he told the story on another podcast that us a while ago when he was alive yeah rest in peace Stuart gordon we love you and miss you yes um uh him and his wife were, were both into that sort of thing mm-hmm. and they were like aspiring filmmakers and they were in theater and stuff and one of the things they did they did this production of um a play that involved and I, d- I don't remember, forgive me if I'm messing this up, but the play involved some like provocative stuff. There was like sex and nudity yeah. and violence in it and stuff. And they did it purposefully like in this open square. Nice. Like they just set yeah. up and they did the whole thing and they got arrested. Oh, I love it. Yeah. People, they were pissing everyone off. I just thought that was funny. They were offending everyone. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, that's definitely a thing that people it have. Is. Where it's like, like we wouldn't be here if there wasn't everyone. that. Yeah, yeah, we love that. So no, you got to do that. You, you do. Like, artists it. have to. You know, I don't know. I was about to say something that I thought was philosophical, but then it sounded stupid in my head. So let's. I'm sure it was great, <laughs> but give us the cast and crew, crew and cast, bud. Okay, here we go. Ray Sager as Montag the Magnificent. Judy Claire, Wayne Rayte, Phil Lawrence, Jim Rao, Don Alexander, John Elliott. Uh, Karen Alexana, Jack Gilbreth. I'll go through the stage girls. Yeah, they yeah, were, they were. They before. acted. Corrine Kirkin, Monica Blackwell, Sally Brody, Karen Burke, Eric Keener, Sheldon Reese, Julie Yeager. I'm stopping there. Yeah, I think you're good. All right. You got any facts for us? Yeah, I got some. Uh, so as I said, Ray Sager was a last minute replacement for the original actor. They didn't say who it was. Cass was Montag, who dropped out of the movie right before shooting started. So obviously <laughs> he's getting thrown in there. So maybe that'll be a part of the reason why his acting is so over the top. <laughs> but I feel like everyone's acting was over the top. Um, so a remake oh, really? of this. I felt like everyone's acting was just bad. <laughs> yeah. A remake of this was made in 2007. And it does have bad reviews. But I noticed a few familiar uh, names on the billing. Crispin Glover as Montag the Magnificent. Crispin Glover? Yeah, dude, right? Really? Yeah. And then Brad Dorf and Jeffrey Combs both have cameo roles. I'm watching so this. I'm going to watch it. Even I'm though, this yes, even yeah. though it has bad reviews. We should have watched this. I know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, this could be good. That like good that it's bad good. Um, at one point, doesn't say by whom or when, this film was rated one of the top 10 most underrated films. Underrated? That's what it says. I don't know by whom, like I said, and I don't know when, but All that's right. what it says. I don't know what list that's showing and up on as underrated. My last fact is re-released theatrically under the title House of Torture in 1982 as part of a multi-film package called Five Deranged Features. Also in the bill were Shriek of the Mutilated from 1974, Dracula vs. Frankenstein 1971, but that was under the title They're Coming to Get You, Creature from the <laughs> Black Lake, I have no idea that doesn't make sense, right? From 1976, and The Corpse Grinders from 1971 under the title Night of the Howling Beast. For the record, Corpse Grinders is a great metal band name. Corpse Grinders? Yeah. yeah. It might actually be a metal band, but it sounds cool to me. Let's start a metal band and call it Corpse Grinder. All right, but I'm, I'm not good at music, so. And I can't play anything metal. That's true. You're so punk. <laughs> Anyways, those are the facts that I got. I didn't find a lot. All right. 
Let's do a spookcifics. Yeah. Spookcifics. Spookcifics. All right. Uh, this is what we specifically liked and didn't like and yes. observed specifics we observed through the movie. Um, it took. I think I already kind of mentioned this, but it took me the entire first watch to get past Montauk to, to be able to watch Montauk because for the first hour. I I hated this movie and I had a hard time paying attention to things because every time he was on screen talking, I was just so fucking annoyed. Oh, yeah. His delivery of lines. I'm glad I watched it a second time because I was prepared. I was like, okay, you're going to hear. And then it was okay. And then I kind of actually got a little on board with it and I was okay with it. So I definitely feel like the first time you watch it, it does feel like a really long movie. And it's not. It's but not. It's just him talking. Yes. Like, stop, shut your mouth. And his dramatic cape Saw flipping. Saw the fucking yeah. woman in half. Just shut up, please. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he's like, uh, I agree. This whole act, he's taking everything out and showing every, every, every four parts is the same. Like, where he's like, come, come verify that this stick yeah, is Yeah, and every show, metal. he does the same dialogue, too. <sighs> so the first two shows, you get the same exact dialogue. It's cool the third show, they cut it out like you already see the part where he's yeah, calling someone Yeah, they started out. like, okay, people but are like the first two shows, he's saying the same thing over and over again about like why we like murder and shit. And <sighs> it's just like, oh, no, I don't want to listen to this a, four, a third or fourth time. so funny fucking annoying it's too long and he's just yelling the whole time yes and it does make the movie feel long the first time you watch it i was like is this movie three hours long well the <laughs> monologue in the opening credits his opening monologue mixed with the opening credits is literally 10 minutes yeah long. which is crazy it's i don't mind it in the in the opening credits long. but when you do it's it over one and over ninth again. of this movie <laughs> fair <laughs> probably not right yeah i don't math. know i can't math <laughs> Anyway, yeah, the opening monologue, I just hate it. And then, like, like he chops his head off. And you, like no that. Gore. That was cool, but the head looked hella fake. Oh, yeah, no. There were some parts where the props do look fake, but, like, even with that, I thought it was cool. I like that they had, they had so much blood and gore. Mm. And, like, you still get, like, close-up shots on the head, even if the head didn't look quite real, which is what I wrote. It was cool, nonetheless. It's, like, something yeah. they're really going for. You so. forgive it because of the time and, like, yeah. they didn't have, like, super realistic-looking prosthetic stuff. Um, but like they finally get to it and we finally get a volunteer on the table. Like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Like this is the widows of gore. And then he's Wh- like, Oh, we're going to use a saw. Yeah, and then saw. We're going to use a chainsaw. Talking again. And I'm like, dude, can you just, it was 12 minutes. Well, he's got to drag the show out or else what are they there for? 12 minutes before he starts carving her up. Yeah. But when he does carve her up, we get one of the, one of the scenes in the movie that made me gag a little we- bit. Oh, I uh, love so it. he's so he's so he's got the chainsaw and he's like carving her up. He's just, I mean, she's right like, there, ah! yeah. She's like screaming and shit. Sorry, I was doing. The, her guts are like spraying. Her guts everywhere. are all spraying out, spraying on her face, in her own mouth. And then one of the little, a little piece of her guts, like, like shoots into her mouth, yes, and she I love like that spits scene. it out. That made me gag. Oh no, I, I did loved not it. like it. I was like, bah, bah. oh yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine a piece of your own flesh flying into your mouth? No, I can't. As I'm not someone's gonna, chainsawing, yeah. nope. that's disgusting. It's insult to injury. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it was pretty gross. It was great. But yeah, that uh, and the blood's everywhere. It's beautiful. Yep. <laughs> but then you're like, did it happen? Did it actually happen? Yeah, because because then she goes, yeah. 
the whole like with everything that he's doing here like when he's doing the brain one which i like loved and it was like the stop and start oh, when yeah. he's like hammering her in the brain or yeah, whatever and, it kept, yeah. and they kept stopping and starting, starting and then yeah. like looking like it never happened it's in the middle it's never happened and yeah, i'm yeah. like fucking like this is trippy as hell like i'm a little high like what the hell i'm losing my shit like uh I really love those parts, though, because then the score is like crazy over yeah, top yeah. of it. And it's like stopping and starting and stopping and starting. And it's so abrupt and like crazy. It gets yeah. pretty gross. I liked other than all of the talking, like his actual shows with all that oh, shit's great, happening yeah. is, is awesome. I felt like all the talking was boring. Not oh just God, his talking, was, but like everyone's so, talking. Yeah, it was really boring. Some of it was funny, though. Some of it was yeah. like... Mm. Like some of the detective stuff made me laugh. But. Well, some of the... Okay, so this is a spot of the dialogue that I thought was actually funny. And I was mm-hmm. like, are you serious, man? So after the show, um, reporter... Uh, what's her name? Cheryl? Sure. Uh, Sherry. Uh, she's the main girl. She's the, yeah. She's got the TV show. Yeah. She's trying to get an interview with... Well, housewife's coffee break. Um, after the show, she brings her boyfriend with her. Yeah, and this dude starts like mansplaining like magic to her, and he's like, "Well, I've been such a tool. You understand that like none of this is real." And she's yeah. like, "Yeah, I know, but it was fun." And he's like, "No, it wasn't fun because this happened, and uh-huh. he did this illusion." And she's like, "Yeah, but it's still kind of cool, like yeah. watching somebody do that." And he's like, "No, you don't understand that." And then she like fucking like cracks on him, and she's like, "All right, can you shut the?" She didn't say shut yeah. the fuck up. But she said, she's like, can you shut up? Like, <laughs> you're making this as exciting as a shoestring factory. <laughs> and I was with her too, man. I was like, dude, just enjoy yeah. the fucking show. And shut then your like, mouth. also, she's like, oh, I want to do this stuff the for douche. the the show, the report. And he's like, oh, I don't want to have to go and see this again. Yeah, but like, like, just be supportive, man. Yo, you're lucky that this hot chick's letting you bang her because right. you, you got, I mean. Well, everyone's pretty like mediocre, lame looking in this. So. I don't know. I thought she was attractive. No, I thought she was, but all the dudes were just like, Yeah, Meh. this dude's like, man, my girl's annoying. Yeah. She's super successful. She's more successful than you are. She's better looking than you are. Yeah. Hey, how do you shut your fucking mouth, Seriously. dude? Appreciate what you have. And try- yeah, be supportive. Uh, but this was 1970s. Yeah, so. you know, women. That dude they can read the news now. <laughs> that dude pretty much sucked throughout the whole movie. Yeah, even though he was one who was like, oh, I think these are connected. He did figure it out um sort of yeah so and then this part of the dialogue happens which i had to rewind and listen to at least three times because i couldn't understand what he was saying yeah because it just didn't make sense to me it didn't register my brain what he was saying so she's like she touches the dead body and she gets the blood on her hand or whatever yeah which was a thing that kept happening over and over again not with sure the blood. why i yeah that was very confusing <laughs> to me i'm so glad i'm not alone i have no idea oh he's making everyone have bleeding hands why? what <laughs> why but uh, she touches it and she's like, oh my God. And then she starts to feel sick. And he's mm-hmm. like, when we get home, I'm going to give you the emergency special. Yeah. Vermouth. Half gin, half vermouth. Yeah. Sprinkle the vermouth over a female's toe and drink the gin. No, I thought it was female toad. Yeah, I thought toad. he said a female's toe. No, he said toad. I think you're wrong. I rewound. I looked it. it up. It's toad? A female yeah. toad? I don't know what it means, but I looked up because it's one of the like quotes on the thing. Because I was looking up quotes and that was like one of them. And I was like, I don't get that. I swear he says a female's toe. Let's see. Either way, I don't get it. Oh, I don't get it either. Whether it's a female toad or a female's toe, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, see, we'll sprinkle the vermouth over a female toad and we'll drink the gin. I don't know what that means. I mean, I I don't know what that means either. Is this a 70s thing? It's got to be, right? I don't know. What the (laughs) fuck? I was 
baffled by that line. I'm gonna. I was like, Sex what? life of cane toads. What? What? <laughs> what are you looking up? Okay, let's move on. I looked up vermouth on a female toad. <laughs> okay. Something about sex. I don't know, man. All right. Well, let's move on. Never mind. That line was fucking crazy. No matter the time, no matter what he meant, no matter what was going on. Yeah. Well, I don't whatever it was, that's yeah. fucking nuts. Wow. This dude is a psycho. All right, and let's talk about also like how uh, Montag was like. Montag. So those ladies go to the show, they're part of the illusion, and then they actually die, which, okay. Um, but then he goes and robs their graves. But can well, we sometimes about- he robs the graves, sometimes he robs the morgue. So, yeah. yeah. But can we talk about how when he robs the graves, the ladies are wearing the exact outfits that they wore on the like. <laughs> That there was like especially the uh, last yeah. lady that he's like that. drilling or whatever in the stomach yeah, and yeah. she's wearing that like psychedelic like yeah. two piece he, when he gets her body from she's the grave it. first off it's all this crazy red light so it's hard to see but you could tell it's that crazy like bright pattern on her outfit she's wearing the oh, outfit really? that she was cut in half when like i don't under, or like you <laughs> know drilled funny. in and i was like you're not gonna put like her in a black dress or anything guys like, so guys, cute. guys details <laughs> Like, details huh pay attention they want to be wearing the nice funeral <laughs> outfits <laughs> i will say that the the red tinted stuff where he's mm-hmm. like bringing them back and they're playing that yeah. weird ass music loved it oh i loved it too i thought it looked so fucking it was cool it was like menacing cool. yeah. yes yeah it was really great yeah. that's probably my favorite parts of this movie oh they were cool except for when you noticed the outfits it, it was like wait come on guys. i didn't notice the outfits oh, so. I, uh, well i didn't notice till the le- like but that like, one person the third person but it was creative and it was different and i liked those parts a lot and they were very creepy and weird and i thought they were great agreed um mm, 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 mm. oh yeah that was that was my next point uh so the next so the first act he saws a woman in half next act he hammers a spike through a woman's head that was my favorite act here okay here okay you see i see what you're doing but no one else can my 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 hand on my head. You touching your ouchies? Got you. Fuck my ouchies. Oh, I have a black eye. Everyone, by the way. It wasn't me. It was you. No, it wasn't. No, you, yeah, that. No, I'm just kidding. It's not my fault that we got in that bar fight with those people. <laughs> you didn't have to back me up. That's cool. Smashed myself in the face trying to get a, my brake light out. He was working on his automobile <laughs> like a man. Like a man. <laughs> I smashed myself in the face like an idiot. <laughs> but anyway, th- this is something I don't get, and this is another like deta- details, okay. man. Proceed. So. Uh, he hammers a spike through the woman's head. Yes, which is just crazy. Sp- hammering out a spike. The first thing that happens is she starts bleeding out of the mouth. Yeah. Why is she bleeding out of her mouth? Well, it could happen. No. You know, your brain no. is getting hit. You're all, whoop. No. So you should be bleeding out the ears first? Maybe. Eyeballs? Butthole. Maybe. <laughs> she would not have been bleeding out of her mouth. I'm not a doctor, so I'm a believer. I'm not a doctor either. All right, Dr. Chuck. She wouldn't have been bleeding out of her mouth. Well, it didn't matter to me. It was good. If effect. you get stabbed in the stomach, you might bleed out of your mouth. If okay. you get stabbed in the neck, you might bleed out of your where mouth. Where was she bleeding from her nose? No. Then where? She wouldn't have been bleeding from her nose. He was stabbing her in the head, right yeah. to her brain. And he actually pulls her brains out. Yes, beautiful. None of that is connected. And then not only does he pull, your brain's connected to everything. Controls everything. <laughs> right, through nerves. And then. But not like cavities and like. Well, I don't care. You're thinking too much about it, my dude. No. Here's, here's, here's my thing. Please. She starts bleeding out of the mouth when he nails a, a spike yes. through her head into mm-hmm. her brain. She wouldn't have bled out of the mouth mm. at all. No, okay. she wouldn't have. All right. That wouldn't have happened. It's neither here nor there. This suggests that either one, Herschel Gordon Lewis 
doesn't know much at all about the human anatomy. Maybe he doesn't. Possible. Number two, suspects his audience doesn't know much about human anatomy. Maybe he doesn't. (laughs) Number three, suspects his audience doesn't care about technical human anatomy. That one. And just wants... And just wants them to see maximum blood and guts. That's me. Yes, I, I'm pretty much going. That's with number me. Three. Number three. I think he knew. Like somebody was probably like, you know, if you hammered her in the head, she wouldn't bleed out of her mouth. He's like, fuck it. Who and cares? He would be like, what? You're fired. You see my fucking movies? You're fired. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah he blood. hammers her in the head. More blood. Put mouth it wherever is you can. <laughs> yeah. That's pulls her brains out. Pops her eyeballs, which was my favorite part. That was weird. I loved that it part. Looks, it was gross. But it looks super fake. It did, but it was so enjoyable. It looked like he dropped his car keys. Dude, into like her eyes he was just playing like, with that thing like, yeah it really looked like he was trying to get like something out he's like ah, but it went on for so long it was gross down yeah here. like you could definitely <laughs> see people getting like real grossed out by that oh, in 1970 sure. like Ooh. even though it looked fake it was still kind of nasty oh it was, like, it was great gross. yeah and he was like really going in for those eyes so i loved it it was just really funny it looked hella fake and yeah but it was made it so yeah. enjoyable though i just didn't understand what he was trying to do with his fingers in i don't know either but, yeah because he he like, like seemed like he was real fishing for something yeah it it's was like, like finger in her eye socket it's yeah, weird it was just the special extra effects that they were giving us like oh yeah we're making it gross we're exploiting your feelings let's go <laughs> yeah anyway uh so moving on uh so the and then after that we have what he drills that girl in the middle yeah well before we get to the that press before yeah. we get to that i want to say something go on so the second one is found dead the woman that he did yeah. all stuff with the eyes and yeah. drills head. Uh, and she was killed in the same manner that she was during Montag's yeah. uh, uh, stage show. show. Yeah. And the the boyfriend has been there for both times. And they've been there for both times. And mm-hmm. there's now two victims that were killed in the same way that Montag killed them on stage or killed them on stage. Um, uh, wh- where are the fucking detectives? Yeah, they I'm don't show this, up a little bit longer. I'm watching this. I'm like, where are the cops? Well, no, because the detective listen, is the guy telling, listen. showing that guy the picture. Yeah, listen. I didn't realize, and I don't know if you realize this, but the boyfriend was a cop. I thought he wasn't. He was a, No, he was a detective. No, because the guy later says, I'm sick, tired of you playing detective to him. Because he wasn't a detective. Oh, you just blew my world. I thought yeah. he was a detective. No, the main detective says, I'm tired of you playing detective. Because he was there after like the third crime or so whatever. So what did he do? He was he was in the police? I know, he was just friends with the one detective who was showing him the pictures. Because the guy was having him oh. confirm that that was the girl who was on stage. Oh, That's so, why he was showing okay. her a picture. Showing her a picture. real vague on what this guy he was. He is like the press or whatever. That's why he was able to get through oh, to the crime scene the first. Yeah, so right. he's not a detective. He wasn't even... <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be working on the thing that's why the one the main detective was like no well, be i'm honest, sick of you be honest that was one of the problems with this movie is they weren't clear enough on yeah. like, who these characters yeah. were and like what was going on because i totally thought at the end the second time i watched it the mm-hmm. first time i watched it i was confused yeah i was like where the fuck is the cops what does this guy even do i thought he was a reporter but he's yeah, not he's, he's a cop and what then the his detective is- friend was asking him to confirm if okay. it was really that girl that was All on stage right. by the pictures so all right. But he still was overstepping. But like nobody did anything. No. Nobody was not till the end where they were like following those two sword girls. Yeah. Which Yeah, not to the very end, yeah. Which will and they finally picked we'll get up to on to those sword girls. Okay. Uh t- the sword girls. No wait, you were gonna talk about the machine punch. Well, th- if you want to, I mean it's pretty standard. She's getting her guts all stuck out. I wanted to point this one out. I moved around. Um Ouch my guts. I wanted to point this out. Uh so he's got that 
machine mm-hmm. that'll punch a hole through his next, <laughs> next victim's body. <laughs> the old body. punch a hole, yeah. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna come down and like just like just go through or leave this big giant hole. Yes. Um, and to prove it, he uses the machine through a piece of wood. Yeah. Uh, he sticks that guy's arm through it. Yeah. So he stick he turns he turns it on with a big black knob. This big black mm-hmm. knob that he turns and it starts making noise and makes all kinds of electrical noises. <laughs> but then he walks around to the back and brings it down yeah, with yeah. the wheel that he's cranking. It's just so menacing. So evil villain. Well, no, that's not my point. I'm just saying. What did he turn on? I have no idea. What is it? If you still have to manually crank yeah. it down, what exactly? Because it's not like one that's plugged in. Let's be real, right? Right, but Isn't what did he? Just like a, what did he turn on? It was for a fact. I don't know. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, because me. it's like you don't plug it I'm in. Like, or turn oh, it on. oh, he's gonna turn it on, and, and it's gonna it and it's gonna like slowly descend no. down. But then he turns it on. And it's like. And then he walks around back and he's like, oh, I still got to crank this shit. Yeah, so it doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, it didn't make sense at all. I thought it was Maybe hilarious. it was like unlocking. Uh, maybe. It? Maybe um, it's a safety. Maybe. I don't, yeah. Oh, it could have been. Maybe. Safety first. He didn't yeah. put his goggles on though, so who knows? No goggles. <laughs> so there's that. And that was the one who I noticed that lady is the one who was wearing the same yes. outfit when she was murdered. Yes, yes. And and then we have, what's the, it's the real final act on stage is the two yes. sword girls. Sword girls. Okay, look. <laughs> it's a fun idea the swords are obviously fake oh um, my god they're and so fake what's crazy to me is when he's putting the swords in there and they're like screaming but the screams don't match like their mouths or their movements and it's really just like they just put some loud ass like screaming Pro- effects probably. over top the uh, the part and i'm like wait this isn't and then like there's like stuff coming out of their mouths or whatever i don't i don't i don't know about this one really i actually yeah. thought this one was like psychologically I don't know what I like. Mm. This one to me was the most disturbing because he's shoving. I know. Yes. It, I know it looked bad. It looked and I know bad. The sword, and the screams were like off. The sword was bending, but they're also like he's shoving swords down like chicks' throats. Yes. And there's like they're they're spewing up blood and they're trying to talk and scream, but they're like blah like that really made yeah. me. I know it looked bad when he's bending the sword. And they're and like, shit. but the effects are not matching up to like. But the, I don't know. I thought that one. The, the idea of that happening to you is is was the most disturbing to I me. I mean, it's because like shoving yeah, a sword down your throat. Definitely when Ugh. he does the first one, and then you could tell the second girl's like freaking out. So yeah. like, I thought that was cool. But like I said, though, like it was so off that I actually yeah. laughed through that whole part. Yeah, I know. It was just a shame because that could have been. The, I didn't ruin it though. That could have been the most gruesome yeah, one it's like it oh, shoving. yeah i still liked it though no, definitely i still thought it was great and i still got a little grossed out by it it's like yeah. oh my god he's shoving swords down chicks throats it's yeah and, the amount, and i love that like the 60s 70s like bright red blood oh like, yeah, yeah that's yeah. my the favorite fact yeah was great all right um so that was the last performance oh mm-hmm. and then they go and chase the two girls because yeah, they survive and stand up and the cops go and chase them and it really looks like they just had no idea how to film anything at night yeah yeah <laughs> and they find the two girls dead obviously yeah one's in a car one's in an apartment yeah um and then montag montag finally gets his montag his big break with the reporter chick and he's gonna go on tv and then he hypnotizes everyone watching and the entire station crew. <laughs> it is, is crazy. They got blood on their hands. <laughs> Why? Oh, your hands are Why? bleeding. Why? Ah, my hands. 
but why? I don't know. <laughs> it has to do with the fact that the girl, the yeah, she touched the dead, the touched yeah. the dead, the first well, dead person, that have to do and with it? I don't know. And I don't it know just, either. It, I do agree that that was very confusing. Uh, well, there's some plenty more. And then he like shit looks happens. right into the camera. Yeah, he's hypnotizing he's everyone that's watching on TV, breaking the fourth wall, and he's gonna burn everyone on TV. A boyfriend, reporter, dude, whoever the fuck he is. He doesn't, he doesn't look. look at the TV and he he throws Montag into the fire. That we think, yeah. And then that should have been the end of the movie. Yeah, it would have made sense. But it would have no. made perfect sense. But I do like this ending. What? I do. How? It's just goofy. I don't. It doesn't make any sense. But I right? like. I thought about it for like twenty minutes and I was like. Okay, so this I ending. Don't, I don't understand. It's a, we think he throws Montag Montag in the fire. But then there's a twist and it turns out it, like she looks and it's like, no, wait, Montag is her boyfriend now. Or her boyfriend is Montag, whatever. He's got that awful like face paint yeah, and bad and wig. Te- yeah. Tears off his makeup. Yeah. And he's like, I'm Montag. How dare you question what reality is? Yeah. The and then she's says. like, ha ha, I could do illusions too, sucker. And then she says like, oh, you're going to have to start from the beginning because this wasn't real or some shit. And then it goes right back to the beginning of the movie. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't know what just happened. I was out. But wow, how the tables have turned. I was out. The, the, second, turns the have tables. second time I watched the ending, I was like, yeah, I have no fucking clue. I was like, I, that but I do like that in the end. She's like, nah, that dude's a phony. Fuck this. Okay. I don't know. So I liked it. It was very confusing. <laughs> all right. I don't have to. I don't need all the answers. I need the gore. That's true. That's you what get we're the here gore. for. We're here for the gore. For. The Wizard of Gore. Yes. The wonderful Wizard of Gore. Da-da. Because, 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 because. Because of the wonderful things he does. <laughs> All right. You got anything else? I don't. The uh, Wizard of Gore. Do you like this movie? I do like this yes, movie. Yes, right? I would recommend this movie. Yeah. But like we but said, we warned te- you. I would warn people. Be it's prepared. Like, dude, the the main bad guy, Montag, you just got to be prepared. It's a little grating. Like yeah. you got to... <laughs> you gotta, prepare yourself i wasn't prepared for it at all and this guy comes on screen and starts yelling in my face yeah. like i am montar i have magic and like get the fuck out of my high face like i don't need this right <laughs> now anyway yeah i did like it i did have fun with it i like the gore a lot it's some really gross shit in this yeah. movie but it's also really cheesy and fun and silly and corny and yeah i had i had a really good time with this so Highly recommend. Definitely, definitely. I don't know if I highly recommend it. Well, I recommend it. it. If you're definitely into classic horror and you just like that. I highly recommend Blood Feast. Especially if you like just really into like gross, like you just want to see some special effects. I will say don't start your Herschel Gordon Lewis experience with this movie. Don't start here. Please don't. Please don't. Start with Blood Feast. Yeah. Yeah. All right. um, Creepy questions. Okay. Uh, Ever been hypnotized? No, I haven't. Me neither. Do you think that you would be easily hypnotized? Yes. I think me too. <laughs> All right. I think it would be more than easily Look hypnotized. Look into the... No, it's <laughs> We will have the friendship board. <laughs> <laughs> yes, master. <laughs> I'm kidding. I will scrape and butter the orgy pit <laughs> at your command. Uh, uh, no, I've never been hypnotized. Anything else? Meatball's back. He's going to be so excited to see you. Yeah, even though I didn't go anywhere, he did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you ever seen a live performance by a magician? Um, no. Neither have I. I've never even had like a magician at a birthday party. Oh, really? No, Me never. Neither. I always thought it'd be fun to go to Vegas and see like one of those big like magician shows. You know, they have shows yeah. like every night everywhere. I always thought that would be like kind of a fun night. Go I and get saw drinks. Like, oh, yeah, definitely. I would love that. See see some magician. I saw I like a boner try to um like a 
what was that? You know, sh- what the fuck's the word? What are you saying? You know, right where now? you, <laughs> with the balls and the, you know, juggle. I saw a boner try to juggle. I can in juggle. Here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you saw me <laughs> try to juggle in here. <laughs> That's not uh, magic. No, it was a clown, though. Dude, I'm good at juggling. I just, I need. Juggle like, these nuts, huh? Proper. Okay. <laughs> so you've never seen. Never. Okay, okay. No last, one loves me. Last question. Um, have you ever been hit on with magic? No. Oh my god, that might work. No. <laughs> really? No, it wouldn't. No. Maybe. Okay. Because that's you? like a thing that dudes have do. Have you? No, I've never been. Here's this flower behind your ear. Right, yeah, and do the whole like, Madame, pick a card, any card. I live in New Jersey. People aren't that like a classy here. People get fucking shot when you do that here. Fucking magic out of my face. Good. All right, those are the only questions. All right, yeah, that's it. Let's do freaky favorites. Everyone's favorite segment. Your favorite kill okay it's gonna be the first girl who's sold in half i love when her intestines are going and she gets them in her mouth That's like we said so and he's gross. scooping them up it's amazing uh, i like how and it starts it off it's i the like first how in every one of his of his uh shows performance when he yeah. cuts somebody up or he does you know he like fucks them all up yeah. he's always like in there with his yeah, fingers like yeah look how, gro- around. look how gross this is yeah. ah it's gross right ha, look I at- love oh now that. it's gone <laughs> i love it um my favorite kill was Montauk. <laughs> I was like, yes, finally he's dead. Fair. Burn you, but a- you annoying asshole. Joke's on you. Yeah, joke's on me because he wasn't dead. Uh, favorite character? Um, literally all of the victims because they don't have to hear Montauk talk anymore. <laughs> That's literally what I wrote. I was trying to come up with something clever like that and I couldn't. I just wrote Sherry, main chick reporter girl. Yeah, I but liked her little segment when like... Yeah. housewives when coffee breaks or whatever i thought yeah. that was fun she was like sassy like talking about like sorry mom <laughs> yeah all right your favorite quote i have a bunch uh, oh, i feel like i shouldn't read all it's these. one this detective said uh when uh the boyfriend asked for a picture of like the second girl he says me a ghoul you're the one who wants to look at pictures of human ravioli <laughs> nice yeah i loved it is yours a long montage uh, about i wrote car i wrote a bunch of ones that i liked Go and then it. i was gonna pick later and then i forgot to pick um, I'm going to read like two of them. Yeah. Uh, what could be safer than swallowing a sword? No cyclamates, no DDTs, <laughs> no calories. <laughs> An excellent way to get your iron. Gross. The only problem in swallowing a sword is that if you wiggle around too much while you're doing it, it may interfere with your digestive tract. <laughs> Uh, just to clarify, early studies in the 1970s linked the use of artificial sweeteners containing a mix of cyclamate and saccharin Stop. to an increased risk of bladder cancer in lab animals. Other early studies showed that bacteria in the intestines may convert cyclamate to cyclohexamine, <laughs> a carcinogen. You're just saying things now. So that's why he said no cyclamates. Yes. Uh, also, dichlorodiphenyltrichlorothane, commonly known as DDT, is a colorless, DDT, tasteless... Yeah. An yeah. almost odorless crystalline chemical mm-hmm. compound, an organochloride, originally developed as an insecticide. Mm-hmm. It became infamous for its environmental impacts. DDT was first synthesized in 1874 by the Austrian chemist Othmar Zeidler. Jesus. So an, an insecticide. Um, so that's why he says... I don't remember that quote, that whole quote from the movie. <laughs> that's why he says, no cyclomates, <laughs> yeah. no DDTs, because yeah. there were problems. It's I not like a quote if you have to give us all that, but all right. I just thought it was funny because I didn't. He says no cyclamates. Yeah, because you're like, I, what the fuck? Yeah, he says no cyclamates, and I'm like, what the fuck are cyclamates? Right. And there's like no DDTs, like, and I was like, like Diamond Dallas 
Diamond Upside Down is a pussy. Didn't he DDT people? Yes, that's his move, a DDT, yeah. But what did the DDT stand for? Oh. I don't remember either. Diamond Dallas something. But I do remember Diamond Dallas Page. Diamond Upside Down is a pussy. Sorry. Anyways. Yes. Yeah. Um... And then we know what calories are. We caught that one. Yeah, we got that one. <laughs> uh, do, I, do I have any, any? Oh, this I like this one too. I'm just going to do this one too. Yeah, please. She's trying to convince her boyfriend to come with her to the next Montag show because she's got to go see it. Yes, Montag. For her, for her show. And she's talking about all the sporting events that she's gone to see with her boyfriend. She's like, you dragged me to all these sporting mm-hmm. events and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and he was like, he said something like, I, I recall you liking those sporting events. And she's like, and, and no, he says, I recall you begging for me to come to those sporting events with me. And she goes, did I beg you to see that inner collision, inner collision wrestling tournament? <laughs> Yuck. I never smelled anything so terrible. And then he goes, then how come you were drooling at those almost naked male bodies? And she says, well, it was just kind of nice to see one that was in good shape Ooh, for a change. Whammy. Fucking savage. Yo, she was so sassy, <laughs> though. I'll give her that. Thank That's you. what I liked her. I thought she was great. She was like, a, you know, she wasn't your typical, like, female character, I feel like, yeah. back then. Yeah, Once again, going to me bragging about how progressive horror always been. <laughs> Ladies can read the news now. They can read the news now. Um, but anyway. That's all I got. Yeah, that's it. We did it. You good? I'm good. We did it. Yeah. Episode 91. Oh. In the bag. Yeah. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you. Thank Thank you you for listening to 91 episodes. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Uh, You can find us on Instagram at Forsaken Cinema. You can email us at Forsaken Forsaken Cinema Podcast podcast at at gmail.com. Uh, you can also hit up our website, forsakencinema.com, where Ooh. you can message us, listen to all the episodes, hit buy up our public, buy some merch, um, and you can message us directly there. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, suggest movies, suggest segments, so let us know what you think of the show, all that jazz, wherever you're listening. All that jizz. All that bling, jizz. Bling. bling, bling, and all that jizz. Um, <laughs> and wherever you're listening, we are available on every podcast platform. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share. Yes. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.